his journey to New Japan is incredible. Really incredible. Uh, 18 years old, Doki, a young Japanese man, uh, flies himself to Mexico. No wrestling training, can't speak Spanish, no money. Uh, spends the next 10 years struggling, uh, almost starving, because he loves pro wrestling that much. He loves Lucha Libre that much. Uh, finds himself back in New Japan. An injury finally gets a chance at the biggest Japanese company. Uh, works his ass off for three years during the pandemic, all this bloody misery. Uh, and then the lucky boy gets a spot in the New Japan Cup. Well, Subarashi Desne, what a beautiful story. Unfortunately for Donkey, he was in with the best technical wrestler in the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, uh, especially Mr. Uh, Kevin Nash and Mr. Waltman, who are going through a bit of shit. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Scott Hall, buddy. Uh, we miss you. All that kind of stuff. Commiserations to family and friends and all that kind of jazz as well. Uh, my name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast. And with me, as always, is the Mr. Guy, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, Mr. Andy. And uh, hey to you, Luke, and all the listeners and everyone who's a fan of Scott Hall. Because like you said, I love the outpouring of love and stuff about him. It's pretty great because he was a fantastic wrestler and he changed yeah. the business. And he's like, he's, you know, Makabe looks up to him big time. Let's just put it that way, you know. <laughs> and it wasn't, that wasn't all, Mr. Andy. Um, it, well, it is, that it is all in terms of um, un sad, untimely wrestling deaths, but <laughs> a giant of the acting industry, someone I quite like uh, mr william hurt passed away oh, as well yeah. so yeah i was just like oh shit a really good actor and a really good wrestler i'm like is there anything else gonna happen then so far no which is oh except for maybe i guess these things come in threes i guess for australia we've got uh, shane Warne, our uh, um i don't know our best bowler you know right the equivalent of yeah. world's best pitcher yeah so mm -hmm. yeah Wow, man. Well, William Hurt, you know, this is related to New Japan because he was in the movie Dark City, which is yep. where uh, Strong used to be filmed. So, <laughs> yes, 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 it is. <laughs> All right, everyone. We are a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. We do talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're going to cover five nights of the New Japan Cup. Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot of nights. I think the Hyogo might not might be my favorite one but i've generally liked all of them pretty much so uh, we'll talk about that but first there are ways that everyone can contact us if they wish to if they wish to send a written email or a voice email they can do that neveropenpod at gmail.com or if you just want to interact yeah. with us on the tweety there we go we're on that too i'm at grumpy2eb <laughs> mr guy is at joseph tweets and collectively we're at, at neveropenpod well, hey, uh, if you see a link on the on the Tweety or here and there, we usually uh, put a teaspoon. Well, I say uh, we usually, but uh, Mr. Andy produces and publishes the episodes. But there's usually a link for our Teespring store. We got T-shirts mm -hmm. and hoodies and stickers and all that kind of shit. Uh, buy it. It's good. It's good shit. You know, I say shit all the time. Sometimes Luke, shit I have good. some breaking news for the listeners. Oh, breaking news. It's breaking. Um, which I don't even know what that means anymore. Cause like they say that about everything, but uh, this is breaking. Cause I'm going to tell you it is. And that is, we have a new t-shirt design in the works and guess what folks, it's closer to completed than you think. 
or than I thought, or than we thought together. Hell yeah. All right. I guess that's a little bit of news for me too. Uh, Lucas nearly out. Oh, really? Oh, cool. All right. But, uh, that's funny because you approved the design. So, okay. I did. I did. No, no. I'm just playing. I liked it. My, my, my sister, I showed my sister and, and of course my wife, uh, who are totally different people listeners, I promise. But uh, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, uh, my sister, even though she's like 27 or something like that, she still sometimes has that fucking bluntness of a six-year-old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, like, you know, I'll show her the design, and uh, you know, she'll probably lay some smack down. And she's like, oh, no, that's really cool. I really like it. I'm like, oh. Good. Okay, then. Oh, hell froze over, and I better buy a lottery ticket. So, uh, damn. That's pretty cool. <laughs> she, she can be harsh sometimes, but uh, no, she's really nice. All right. Wow. What? Well, it sounds to me like you're a little harsh sometimes, too. You just don't oh, know yeah, it. Definitely. Or you're hiding it by the guise of, oh, no, it's, I'm complimenting you. Oh, no. I'm, I'm definitely very harsh. <laughs> sometimes. I think she, she gets some of that from me. I, I think, mate, hopefully I've mellowed out as I've gotten older. And uh, I just hate how harsh you are about the Green Knight. That's what I hate, you know, so. Hey, I liked it better than the Batman, which I thought was a steaming pile of donkey shit. But... Uh, in fact, uh, I, it was. It looked like a steaming pile of donkey shit made by a donkey who was really bored doing it. So, anyway, oh, that's messed up, dude. Yeah, I don't like that movie. I'm sorry, everyone listening. Hey, if you if you're like uh, Mr. Guy here and you thought the Batman was a really good time, awesome. Because it's three hours, and if you're spending three hours doing anything, you want it to be fun. Do you want to talk about? You, that's all you got. That's all anybody's got on that movie. They're just like, I don't like the one thing, and it's also is three hours long. It's like, yeah, I know. We know. We know it's three hours. You chose to go to the three-hour movie and then yeah. complain about it being three hours. I tell you what, though, it worked out kind of dividends for me a little bit because for some odd reason, it has 3,000 hits. And usually everyone, oh. I'm getting about 20. So, <laughs> or you mean on, five, on your YouTube channel or where you review movies. YouTube. So, yes. Yes, this is, this is true. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I thought it was long. I thought it was boring. I love that movie, then. As, whilst I like Robert Pattinson as an actor... Man, his decision on how to play Batman, I completely disagree with. And we don't talk about wrestling, God damn it. We have five shows to cover, Luke. And today's a special day. It's March 15th slash 16th in Australia. But yeah. that's also the day <laughs> that Julius Caesar was killed by a bunch of fuckers. That's like, right. Fuckers! Can't believe they did that. Oh, just he's a nice guy. Stabbed him repeatedly. Oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. The dictator <laughs> of Rome. He's the worst, yes. So, it's just man, fun to think about. The man who uh, won quite a few battles, not always because of military brilliance, but because some freak accident fluke thing happened and he took advantage of it and whooped ass. Man, that happened to him at least four or five times where <laughs> the fucking... Uh, I don't know, the deities must have been like, uh, yeah, well, let's just throw a curveball and see what happens. On well, the see, the problem with your thinking there, Luke, is that, you know, he was a deity. I mean, he's descendant from Venus, so, I mean, he's obviously a god, and so that's why, yeah. you know, that's where your thinking's wrong there. But I can't believe that those guys, <laughs> it took like 23 guys to stab him. He must have been a god, you know, take that many of them to kill him. But um, 
He didn't That's sell funny. the first few. <laughs> he didn't. He stabbed somebody with a stylus. <clears throat> so they used to have these little pen things called a stylus, and they'd write in wax, and that's how they wrote. <laughs> Fucking dude stabbed a guy with it. And another of the conspirators stabbed one of his friends. They're stabbing each other, slipping around the blood, falling down. He tried to mount a comeback, but guess what? Uh, the numbers gained Luke. It was just too much. And, uh, you know, unfortunately... Uh, or maybe fortunately Caesar was killed, but uh, it may play it's in. It's like Tamatonga versus. Uh... <laughs> right. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yes. So. Yeah, I definitely. <clears throat> if you didn't know it was the Ides of March, uh, you, you definitely would have known it watching the English commentary of New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> so I can't wait for you to bury me because I I was uh, had no expectations of storylines. So we're gonna talk about <laughs> that. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh my God, we have it on uh, on. On audio for last week. They're not oh. doing Bullet Club storylines one week later. Hey, man, two years of nothing. So, you know, yeah, I, hey, and, and how much fun was that for me? Because I was expecting nothing and then something happened. I was like, oh, great. I don't <laughs> I don't care about being wrong as long as it's something cool, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's like, I told you so. Yeah, but everybody's happy. Oh, it doesn't really work as I told you so, does it? But I'm still going to have fun with it, Mr. Andy. You still did, yeah. You did tell me yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It's all right. You tell me so all the time, so it's all, <laughs> all right. Because I'm a big wrestling dum dum, but I am ready true. to uh, uh, intermediate. Then uh, I am ready to talk about Night Five, the NJC. Yeah, man. Uh, Yamanashi, mm-hmm. Yamanashi, I and all that. I'll let you perfect perfectoral administration gym yeah. building. So this building, Luke. It's very yeah. interesting. You know, when we're in the middle of these uh, these uh, big tournaments and we really should only be talking about wrestling at the time, I'm like, oh, I'm going to research this building. So, so I found out a little bit about this building. And so here's the deal with this. It's kind of like its mission statement. So the Amisi Yamanashi was built to promote <laughs> industry and improve culture in the Yamanashi Perfector. We hope that it will be used as a place to promote exchanges of information, technology, and culture through exhibitions of new products and introductions of new technologies in the industrial field. Booyah! The industrial field. All right. And tonight they have the New Japan Cup. Right. And and also in kind of like the idea that they read that mission statement, New Japan was like, oh, what can we do? to make sure that we're doing this to kind of promote this, this cultural exchange thing. And they're like, well, we'll put Chase, uh, Chase Owens on commentary. Oh my God. <sighs> Look, he's not, he's not Kozlov bad, but he's just, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry Ke- guys. Kevin was happy to have somebody there and Kevin was like a little better because he got to say yeah. less. Poor guy when he's by himself. Sometimes it's kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I know so you're just saying I, I don't know 100%, you know, so. I don't 100% get it. So maybe or I've forgotten it. Mm-hmm. What's Chris? What does Chris do when he's not there? He's a school teacher and he lives in the Tokyo area. So like that's why he's on those shows. But he can't like do the travel, you know, because school's in session or whatever. So. What? Isn't like New Japan your pet? Oh, maybe they're not paying him. You kidding me? They're not paying him like he gets paid as a teacher. So, you know. Yeah. No. I. I, Yeah. And and like you got a pension and shit probably going on with teaching. So like you can't just quit that job 
on you know because you're 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 moonlighting in new japan as a commentator to talk about the many ways hanari can beat you <laughs> I like how you said that almost swedish there <laughs> Mikhail, the many ways that oh. hanari can beat you I don't know what that was either, and I do apologize. I like it. I like it. It was fun. Right. <laughs> it's okay to make fun of white people, I think, so it's okay. I think that's all right. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty vibrant. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> all right, we've got Doki. Start off pretty with a pretty nice, uh, fun time. We've got yeah. Doki and the Dangerous Techers versus Ars Masters and Honma. This is a fun match to start the show. and ends with an axe bomber on Honma, so what more do you want from that? But Taguchi... And Tai Chi were hilarious in this one. I don't have, I did not add anything to that sentence. I don't know why. Why were they hilarious, Luke? I think Miss Andy will probably help me out there. Uh, Wato must still be pissed at not getting to have uh, an Akata match too because uh, he looks like he's full of energy and ready to kick some ass, which is funny. And then uh, there's something that they've been teasing at for a little while happens, and uh, it's my favorite part. Post-match, fucking Doki just goes for it. And he, he goes, Doki shorter, he loses a lot, said it's Jason Giant, it's going to probably push him up as a principal. You know what? I'm actually going to have a crack and try to beat the shit out of yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. in preparation for our match together. It is absolutely hilarious. I don't think Taichi really gets involved because Taichi's like, yeah, I get it. If I can go for it. But it was hilarious and awesome. What did you think of this, Mr. Andy? Well, in the match, they had like one of those heels holding a good guy mix-up thing where mm. like Zack Sabre Jr. was holding a bad guy for, or a good guy for Doki to hit with Ensiguri, uh, uh, but he moves and Doki just fucking wallops him with it. So they're already giving each other the side eye after Taichi gets the win. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then Taichi's like playing Peacemaker. It's all good. And then Doki, as soon as Taichi's out of the ring, he's like, fuck it. <laughs> It just goes for it, and it's great because he gets some hits in on him, and he's like, yeah! <laughs> but oh, it's, my uh, God. And then Zack Sabre Jr. is angry, so he kills Young Lions, as you do. As, as you do. Oh, it was so funny because they've been teasing that, and everyone knows that Doki's going to lose against Zack Sabre Jr., so it just made sense for Doki to be like, you know what? Even I know I'm losing this. I'm going to go try and whack this guy. <laughs> I mean, that, you got to respect it, you know? Yeah, damn straight. All right, so we follow up with uh, Yo. Goto and Okada versus uh, Sho and the Evil Dicks. Evil Dicks. Look, Chase is just kind of okay. He's not that he's shit. He's a little bland. Like, like that's it. Like, there's not really much to say. But he does say some dumb things that make me laugh. Uh, And some true things that make me laugh, too. One of them is uh, calling Yo a (laughs) Janetti. And... Yeah, I don't know. Does, like, Yo go to the Okada school of caring? Because, like, Okada's in a caring mode right now. That's fine. I'm not ragging on Okada, but I will later. But Yo just comes out in all these weird-looking jumpers. He looks fucking miserable every time. I'm like, what are you doing? Was it you who wanted to be turned heel and that Uh you're upset that you're a face? He's He's doing the same emo thing, you know, but he just wears all white. He's fucking stroppy as fuck, man. He looks stroppy, like... Someone told he like he was at the supermarket with his mum, and he's like, "Mom, can I have a fucking chocolate?" And his mum's like, "You've had enough chocolates. Now get the fuck out there and wrestle." Gato, 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 can I turn heel? Gato, no. <laughs> Gato, can I join Bullet Club? <laughs> hey, we, we got to see Dick Togo wrestle in this. Damn straight. Like, we got, and, 
by the way, it's uh, just in case you uh, missed it. It's fucking showing you. I want to match together again. Mm. And Togo jobs two nights in a row to Goto, which oh. kind of makes me sad. But it's a fun match, even though we've seen this kind of thing a lot lately. Damn you, Goto! Yeah. Damn you, you dirty Goto! Damn you, what a hell! Planet of the Apes, I love that movie, man. Oh, it's so good. All right. Bushi. She, oh, did you... Oh, you just... I guess you, you're saying Togo got to wrestle was... <laughs> you'll comment on that match. Bushi, That's Shingo, correct. and Sonata are here against a great Khan, Aaron Hanari. And that will do... This match is pretty cool, though. Uh, Hanari and Sonata renew hostilities. They had a singles match a while ago. And I reckon kind of Hanare needed to have won that. It's a... Like, I really do, uh, because you were just trying to establish the new Hanare. And now that Sonata has, is doubly harder to beat now because he has a title, yeah, um, that's going to play into things a bit a little later. But uh, I think they're kind of cool together. I don't know why, but Hanare Sonata just seems to work. Yeah. What do you yeah. does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, does, uh, so does Shingo and Will. That's like peanut butter and jelly and shit, so of course... Then there's an assisted Oz cutter on Bushi for the finale. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of have to start laying some groundwork for eventually saying Shithead's name, I guess, because he's been doing some stuff to kind of, you know, redeem himself. And I have to say, he's been an absolute joy to watch wrestle on all these shows. Like he's yeah. adding a lot and he's kind of doing. He's not as charismatic. He's not ELP as far as like the effect he has on everyone around him, but he is, you know, he's definitely having a good effect on everybody. I like that they are not the cheating type of heels. I mean, they, they would, but they don't, you know? And so like when one of them comes out with the other one, they don't get inter, you know, they don't interfere. They just cheer on their, their other skilled, skilled heel uh, brethren, you know? So I like that, and you know, my point is saying is that we got Shingo uh, versus Shithead in this match, and that's like one of the best matches you can see. So you know what I mean. So we got to see a bunch of that, and you know, you know, Bushi like tags in and gets a bunch of his shit in, and he legit goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I noticed something too about the hidden blade. Like it's not so hidden; it should just be called the blade now because he used to do it to a kneeling yeah. opponent. It's facing away from him, thus yeah, hidden yeah, right in the face, which is probably way safer. So yeah. I get why they want to do it that way, because now everybody's got to take that, because it used to be like his super finish. He didn't use it very often, but now everybody's taking it. So I get that. After the match, Hanare killed Nakashima again. <laughs> <laughs> he just does not like Nakashima. Dude. No, he was looking at him. He's like, how dare you? You know how many ways I can beat you? Haven't you listened <laughs> Goodness. All right. Man, I thought I'd talked about some of these matches already. Oh, no, we hadn't. Uh, I talked to you about some of these matches. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. Uh, but yes, uh, here we go. We got our first tawny match tonight. Yeah, got, New uh, Japan Cup! New Japan Cup! NJCUP! Yeah, we've got uh, that doesn't really work, does it? Uh, but nope. <laughs> okay, so Vegeta versus Yoshihashi. Oh. There's a bit of a nully chop fest here. It's not not too bad. I, and I can't remember. Look, here's 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 something I told Charity, and I'm going to tell it to you. I don't I don't think I can remember ever seeing a Yoshihashi squash match 
where Yoshihashi is the one that squashes. <laughs> Usually, if I see Yoshihashi in a match like this, it's just like, uh, you're getting squashed. I, but, uh, how many some... young... I don't he, think I've seen him one-on-one young lions that often. No, but he's definitely had matches in, versus juniors oh. like that were like, what the fuck, dude? You didn't give him anything. Like I've seen those before, so that's that could be classified in that. You know, maybe right. there's one or two of those out there. I can't state it, but I, I would. There is. I would still say this is like more the exception than the norm. So it's Agreed. a bit Agreed. of a weird, weird, surreal match just from that perspective. It's still fine. It's a. It might be a new. New Japan Cup match, but it you know it's pretty much a young line match. Yeah, so uh, Fujita gets a gets a brab on, which is always nice. Uh, Yoshihashi makes a comeback, and after Fujita rope breaks <laughs> Yoshihashi's <laughs> half brab, and then uh, he, he he humiliates the young line by beating him with the butterfly lock. <laughs> so he covered his face up. He might and yeah. he just put a towel over his face the rest of the day. Don't look at me. <laughs> This is, um, like you said, there's some chopping and stuff, which is fine, whatever. But, like, there's a couple of really cool things about this match. One is, that, well, this is cool, but in a bad way. And that is that the young lion is trying to sell. He wants so badly to sell properly and sell well. He's kind of jumping the gun on some of these chop cells. So he gets gets it in the, like, neck a few times. Because <laughs> <laughs> he moved his chest out of the way because he's already selling. Yoshi just followed through and just like right in the neck. That was cool. Um, he also put a brab on Yoshihashi. It was just fucking the best yeah. thing ever. That's funny. But we had a spot in this match. I just think it was really great. Like cameras, you know, work was good. But the, you know, the young lion kind of was a star of this. He had him in like some like leg lock deal. And we got that like rope break spot that is in every fucking match. But it was just in particular a just phenomenally executed rope break spot. Like it really had me. I was like, Oh my God, this guy's going to, you know, and I don't know. It was really well done. I thought this match was good. Yeah. Like to like all three tournament matches that we have, uh, have on tonight. Well, so the next match, not, I don't like all of them. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right. So, Oh wait, what's the main event? <laughs> Naito versus Gato. Five uh, stars. Main events. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Fale Tanashi. No, oh, this should have been the main mess. No, I look, you know, you know what? Uh, you're going to be there. Oh, by the way, I'll just before I, I'm going to throw to you for Naito versus Gato, but before I do that, Chase, Chase, dude, you're on English commentary. Don't say things like in ring, in ring, but put like like an Asian accent, or, you know, Oof. that. You know what I mean? He, like, yeah, he. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the thing where like. A, an American is speaking to someone who doesn't speak English, so they think if they speak slowly and with an accent that they'll understand them, and it's fucked up. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Because uh, uh, I didn't want to do any more examples of that. Thank it's, you so much. The average person I know would do that to someone and not realize they're doing it. They're trying to communicate, but they're just being racist fucks, you know. So. Yeah. Terrible. So I heard Chase say that, and I'm just like, Really, dude? How long have you been working in Japan? Really? Anyway, uh, Naito versus Gato. I enjoyed this. It's a tiny little bit too long for me, but go for it. What do you think? It's just five stars. <laughs> great. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why this wasn't the main event. This is the main event in my heart. She goes on commentary, right? So um, 
we had Gato rush Nido, right? And then, but he bails as soon as the <laughs> he's like, Nido's trying. Yeah, he's like, come on, hurry up, let's fight, let's fight. As soon as the bell rings, he just dips out of the ring. Great. Um, and then Nido does uh, the same more than once, kind of some mind games. Uh, Gato does the Nido dive dive fake out and pose. And Nido just walks over and drop kicks him in the fucking face. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and then this match, the story was Luke. Nido working the beard, you know. So he starts working the oh beard. We got an honest to goodness beard drag from Nido, which is great. And Kevin calls it a beard drag. That was awesome. Uh, all kinds of beard work on the outside. Uh, they're about to get counted out, and Nido gets in uh, like Gato's jacket to get the brass knuckles, and he does something really cool. So you know, like uh, Lawyer, like Jerry Lawler would always show everybody behind the ref's back or something. He'd show everybody what he got out of his pocket, you know, hold it up real high, you know, like he's looking at it. And oh, uh, yeah. what what Nido did like is he Zelda. got the, right except da, 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 da. Um, so Nido got the, got the brass knuckles and punched the ring post like a couple times and it was like oh fuck you know it's like <laughs> awesome i loved it so that was one of the coolest things ever but they get back in the ring gator does some knee heat on nido and this is probably the part you didn't like because there was a long kind of you know uh heat section that was kind of unnecessary it didn't need to be yeah. there you know what i mean and um what was it gato he laments while rapping um I can't remember what he was wrapping around uh, Oh, Nido's knee around the ring post. He says, he says, he messed with my fucking beard. <laughs> Gato uses the ring bell hammer at figure four and Nido <laughs> is going for the beard. It's so great. Cause like Nido, I love that. <laughs> he's in the figure four, but instead of working for a rope break, he's like trying to get the beard. <laughs> Swiping for the beard. I got that in my nose. It's a little funny. <laughs> Nido turns it over and they kind of roll into the rope for a rope break. And then uh, it's like, so then Gator's stomping on his knee and he's just trying to reach up and get the beer. So, <laughs> so I love that. Low blow on Gato right in front of the ref, but it's okay. <laughs> they said it was up high or something like that. Nido gets, uh, comes back and tortures Gato. Uh, there's a bunch of pin attempts from both of them. I mean, like a million of them. And a flatliner Gato clutch for a super close near fall. Chump bump, Gato gets a second pair of knuckles out of the jacket, but rope a dope <laughs> and the side pin, Nido wins. Um, Chase Owens leaves commentary to consult Gato and he defends Gato from Nido, who wanted to keep working the beard. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, Nido even kind of beard attacks Kentasato, who doesn't really have a beard, <laughs> but he keeps like tugging on his chin and stuff anyway. It's, it's... <sighs> Troll Naito is my favorite Naito. And, uh... <laughs> ow, ow, I'm in a figure fail. I'm in the figure leg lock. Ow, ow. Oh, I'm going to grab his beard. Oh, my God. Everyone he's knows, his, though. Like, he's got Gato, beard man. hairs in his fingers at some points as well. <laughs> right. And I'm just, I'd like, my, my, I'm just like, Gato, dude, stop being stubborn. Shave that shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny because then he comes out without it. And then what's Nido's going to, that's my, that's ultimate mind game against Nido. You know? That's right. Oh, Gato I love Gato single matches. They are the best. They're a lot of fun. And look, you said that should be your main event for the night, but um, I'm kind of sorry. Like the next match is, that's how I feel about the next match, which is Jeff you Cobb versus. You love this match, right? You love yeah. this. Yeah. 
Satoshi Kojima, Mr. Bread. They've had a match not too long ago. Like, um, I feel like the Dads and the Empire have had matches together. Quite a bit. Singles and tags, quite a bit. Uh, and the singles beef. ones. That's right. There's a lot of beef in this match. Just And uh, <laughs> it's just fucking funny at the start seeing Cobb surf bread. Now, look, the start's a little slow for me. And my fantasy dream book theory <laughs> is uh, Cobb coming out. And I'm not besmirching you, Cobb. I'm just my dumb, silly, dumb theory. My, my theory is Cobb goes to Mr. Bread. He's like, oi, man. I got a lot of matches in this New Japan Cup. You mind if we take this easy tonight? And then Mr. Mr. Bread responds, "This is my only New New Japan match, uh, New Japan Cup match. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna go out there and crush that shit. So you better be ready, motherfucker." That's my stupid dumb theory of how uh, how this match came together because it's a little bit of a, a, a slow kind of start. I'm like, no, don't do this. And, <laughs> and then. Then Cobb Machines get chops. Kojima returns the favor. Then we get all this kind of shit. Like, we got a top rope elbow drop by Kojima. Standing moonsault by Cobb. It's a fucking Koji cutter. Man, this match picks up. Uh, there's a fucking awesome apron bomb. And then Will just says, dude, dude, you fuck Kojima up, man. Just get in the ring. Take the count out. Because these guys are just fucking wail on each other. <laughs> no. No. He picks he picks Kojima up. Oh my god. And over, puts him over his shoulders and then tries to get back in the ring. So he's he gets manages to get up on the apron. Kojima's just like, nah, I'm not having that. Fucking DDT on the apron now. And <laughs> let's talk yeah. about that. Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. So he, he feels and then yeah, Cobb Cobb feels like blood on his nose. He's just like then he you know, because I think he gets DDT'd or something. Or, but, and then they get up on the apron. He, he feels blood on his nose. So instead of being like, you know, I'm going to get a count out, he's like, fuck this. This guy fucking, he tried to bust me open. I'm going to kill him. Oh, man. Go for it. What were you going to say? Well, he taught, like, the way that Cobb took that was so weird. He, like, complete. he was facing the ropes, turned sideways. Then when he took it, he, like, turned so his like legs were facing the audience, which made it look like he just landed neck first on the edge of the apron, which was just yeah. crazy. But Mr. Bread just hopped safely to the floor. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. That was oh. I would say like both of these guys take some gnarly bumps in this, uh, which is really cool. Uh, you know, I expect Cobb to take some takes bumps of, of course but like mr bread man he's not settling down he's uh that last match he had with what's his last singles match with greater khan yeah fuck that ruled and <clears throat> i think he's just maybe he's just man maybe he just likes wrestling these empire guys because uh, he's pulling yeah. out awesome matches against them like it, it, i thought it was great like could you yeah Kojima even Cobb mocks like Kojima like an asshole and gets a Koji cutter from the top rope for his trouble. Top rope Koji cutter. Yep. <laughs> Kojima finally hits a lariat, but he was too fucked up to make the pin. He goes for another one, tour of the islands. It was kind of never, and I really loved it. So yeah, and I, was, I had a great, great fun time with this match. Uh, I was excited to see Bread. I knew Cobb was winning, and I did not care. I just want to see my uh, my favorite. Wrestling dead kicks some ass. 
I like the Jeff Cobb exotic suplexes where I'm like, what the fuck was that? He's picks dude up in some bizarre way and chucks him across the ring. And I'm like, I <laughs> don't know what that's called, but that's fucking cool. Um, <laughs> this, this match is like, like you said, it's just a normal match. And then all of a sudden Jeff Cobb just picks Mr. Brett up and it's like, fuck, I'm going in the ring. And he literally just climbs in the ring with Mr. Brett almost or to the apron with Mr. Brett on his shoulders, which is fucking bonkers. Um, yeah. But that that move where he, the the fucking Koji cutter on the apron was just like I almost stood up. It made me I was awake all of a sudden. That match was like suddenly something, and everything mattered after that. But why is Jeff Cobb's nose always bleeding? Like why is he always bleeding every time? It's weird. I don't know. Hey, and do you think some of Jeff Cobb's um, ways that he positions himself? Like, because uh, I know we've kind of uh, lightly teased, teased him a bit because of how he might take a turnbuckle bump. Right, yeah. Maybe he likes to position himself in certain ways to, uh, I don't know, it might look weird to us, but to him, he's like, yeah, this is how I limit the impact on me, and maybe that's how it works for him. I think he's not the polished wrestler that someone like Kojima is, but who is? That's what I think, you know? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Who's how many? How, how many like? Know. How many DDT or uh, uh, Koji cutters or cu- cutters on the apron do you think Jeff Cobb's taken in his career? You know, uh, I would say not many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, maybe he's taken a couple. But maybe. I mean, it's not something that you do every day. You know. That's actually a good point. Yeah. I'll lay off the uh, the cop teasing. No, I. Yeah. But but I mean that's just. He does weird stuff sometimes. You're right. And and it's weird, too, that like I, that's why I think that that was kind of unintentional. The way that he kind of did that was because mm-hmm. we've we've seen how safe he tries to keep himself. You know what I mean? And and like he's safe with the other wrestlers, too. And in, in oh, a, yeah. a match later, he takes Yoshihashi and chucks him into the ring post and then like safely guides him to the floor. It looks nasty, but it's like, oh, he took care of him big time, you know, so it's it's yep. just. I think it's weird how I think sometimes he's trying to be trying to take care of himself too much or just overthinking it. I don't know. What do I know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, I think he'll settle in as he like, remember when he came here, he wasn't like super signed up or anything like that. And he was just a bit kind of generic and now look at him. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just needs a bit more time to, to lose some of those, um, Jitters or whatever the hell we call them, but uh, yeah, still yeah, his matches weren't, weren't special when he first came around. But I remember oh they was just like, oh, those are cool. I I remember that move, that cool move. He was kind of like Sema, you know. He just didn't sell yeah. and just did cool moves, and so now he's figured out how to sell. In fact, I have to compliment his character work in these matches. Like the facial expressions he's making are just on point. Dude's figuring yep. that part out, you know. So, yep. So uh, that's a really, really good time. And then we get a match that I've seen a couple times, and it's always a bit of fun. It's uh, Bad Luck Fale versus Hiroshi Tanahashi as as uh, as the final match of the night. This is good stuff. It's uh, usually Fale doing his big man stuff and Tanahashi trying to overcome that. And sometimes he can, other times he can't. I think the first time I ever saw this match, Mr. Andy, Fale won. Okay. So uh, I think it would might have been my first G1, the 2017 one. I pr- I'm pretty sure that happened. I know the first time I saw 
a full-length Tanahashi match. I watched him tap out to Zack Sabre Jr., and I didn't even realize <laughs> what a fucking big deal that was at the time. Uh, I had no idea that was a major deal that he tapped Tanahashi out. No idea. But, yeah. So, you know, it's a solid, good, fun time. I really like Farley's big man shtick. He's got Chase there helping him as well, so you've got uh, two obstacles for Tanahashi to overcome. But, you know, Tanahashi overcomes it. And wins. So, yeah, it was fun. What do you think? Like, I don't have as much to say. No offense to these two men. I don't have as much to say about this as I do um, Cobblebred. Yeah, I, I like this a lot. I mean, I got play-by-play, you know. Like, it's your beginning. You got your uh, Tanahashi's like, I want to test the strength. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all part of this, like, mind games things he's doing. And he's doing mind games. He's tricky, but Fale, like, kind of overpowers him at every turn. There's a ref distraction. Yeah, and, man, yeah. you know, <laughs> Chase is beating him up, right? It's lots of good heat spots on Tanahashi, the match. That's what it is. And he yeah. does a running charge at Tana or Fale does a running charge at Tanahashi's knee while it's wrapped around the ring post. And that looks really good. That looked like, oh my God, he broke his leg. And, and like, like Fale fell down from it. That's how like hard he did it. It was pretty cool. You know, <laughs> so I really like that. Um, but then, like, you know, Tanahashi's like, oh, what's that? You don't like my knee? Well, I see that you happen to have what is referred to typically as a knee. And uh, we are now juniors. So he's like, fuck my leg, fuck your leg. So he starts fucking oh, yeah. up, you know, uh, Fale's leg, all kinds of dragon screws, five moves of doom. But Chase interferes. And uh, Tanahashi just levels him. And... You know, Fale has like a front face lock on and pummels Tanahashi in the corner, but there's a Samoa drop for two and it's coming up to the end. Fale gets um, ready for the grenade and Tanahashi goes for his own grenade. <laughs> but then he body slams Fale and the place goes crazy and it's like late for two. High fly flow, but uh, Chase interferes again. Big splash uh, for two from Fale. But uh, bad luck fall, but no Tanahashi turns it into a sling blade. He knocks out Chase and eats shit on a high fly flow attempt. Surprise roll up. Tanahashi wins. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I love yeah. the surprise roll up wins <clears throat> in this situation. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good way out. You know. I re- I really really like the um the sling blade counter because he's up high for that on top of yeah. Farley's shoulders and just turns it. That was fucking gnarly. I really like that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> It's good stuff. I liked it. I don't know why it. I don't know why I didn't take too many notes. Maybe it's because by then I was like really drunk or something. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's good stuff. And wow, look at that. Four shows yeah. to go, Mr. Andy. <laughs> well, Luke, this next night we're mm-hmm. in Aichi, and I have information about what's it say here about this uh, stadium. Oh, I know it what says, it's nicknamed. It says, it says, it's motherfucking Dolphin Stadium, Luke. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. Michael's arena in HE. Hell yeah. <laughs> earlier this, uh, and uh, I start with the notes for this show. Uh, earlier that, that day, Doki goes to the Dolphins arena and uh, meets the Dolphins and gives them all a good fucking talking to. And they all pay attention, too, because he's holding that pole, that <laughs> pipe, threateningly the whole time. <laughs> oh, Alright, so we've got Tosai Vegeta, Yuto Nakashima, and Tomoaki Homa versus Ryohai Iwa and the Ass Masters. Yeah. So the other night <laughs> the other night, Taguchi with Honma does this kind of worm kokeshi thing. Yeah. You know, like he 
has a seizure, then he does the Kukeshi. Tonight he does it on Hanma, which yeah. is wow. This is like some fucking Takuchi Japan or Takuchi Japan violence here. Well, what I want to know is how come Hanma wasn't stretchered out? You know, we saw what happened when Tana or when uh, Tenzan took the TTD. I mean, poor Hanma. He took a uh, Kokeshi. He should have been stretchered out. Never wrestle again. <laughs> I'm gonna mention that every episode. Kevin brought that up on the last show, and I didn't get to mention it. So here, I'm mentioning here. There's something else that um, Kevin's gonna mention every single show, and it is a cool, it is a sweet story. <laughs> but yes, uh, Tanahashi cries at, at one night because there's this young kid fan that wants to give him a hug, and Tanahashi wants to hug that kid, but he can't because of COVID. And Tana cries. And I hear that story every night. And, uh, yeah. Like, you sent okay. me a message. And your message says, Kevin Kelly loves crying Tanahashi. <laughs> oh, my God, he does. Every time Tana's on screen, remember that time he cried because he couldn't be a good wrestling guy to his fans and stuff. Oh. Wrestling guy to his fans. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that's, what he that's the relationship exactly. I'm going for. <laughs> Word, word for word. Professionalism <laughs> is your is job. My job. Mm-hmm. That's right. So uh, Wato submission is called the, I think I got it now. It's called the, the Robert Duval, the Vin Duval. Like, what is it? But anyway, Vegeta taps to it. I don't remember, though. Well, I'm calling it the Robert Duval until we get the fucking proper name for it. Or is that infringing on uh, Robbie Eagle's gimmick? Because I don't if it know, is, but Robert Duval instead of the Vin Duval, it. Yeah, we'll just call it the Vindaloo then. There you go. Okay. Right, Name yeah. it after the character. Okay. I I, what, what, is. what is? You don't know what a Vindaloo is? No. Oh, interesting. Um, it's it's a, it's a form of curry. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, curry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, got you. Indian food. Maybe maybe I know what it is, but I just didn't know how to pronounce it. Could be because I've eaten Indian food many times. It's good. Uh, because you've read it but never seen someone actually say it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Vindaloo. It's good. Madras is good. I like all the curries. You anyway. think, uh, you know, Watto gets, like, the blue food die out when he makes curry? It just dies of blue just because, like, he, you know, he's, he wants to be a smurf or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ten cents hungry. He's like, where's my butter chicken? And he comes out with fucking, like, butter chicken with, like, blue chicken chunks in it and he's in 10 cents it's like what the fuck is this <laughs> he's like this is not funny that's what he's gonna say he's like and he's gonna be like remember that time i took my own move and sold it like i was dead that was pretty funny wasn't it? <laughs> <sighs> i'd like to see wato team up with the sapphire sheriffs and just all of that blue and then <laughs> Oh, man. I got some Sapphire Sheriff's talk a little later on, so uh, I'm ready for that. Yes, you do. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. So uh, I figured that's uh, – I figured we can safely move on to Yo versus Tiger Mask and Hiroshi Tanashi versus Gato, Chase, and Fale. I love seeing a Tonga massage on Yo. There's something really nice about that. And there's something wholesome and fun seeing uh, Tanahashi be- beating up Gato. It's just It just feels right. <laughs> even does even That's does true. that flipping yeah it even, even does that flipping scent on on him which yeah. is just nice because Gato's a junior and Tanahashi looks like a heavy man so that 
man. It always looks like <laughs> it always looks like it crunches people. It's really good stuff. Yo manages to drop Farley with this gnarly kick, but you know the um, damage was done to him a lot earlier, of course, as well. So to help with that, uh, look, I would say these kicks that Yo manages to do sometimes he doesn't do them enough. Or I don't know, man. Like. I know he could pull out moves that gets the crowd going and makes me go, oh, I like that. I want to see more of that. But then he just does yo stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's yo. So it's like, yeah. but but it's like him and Tanahashi on the same team. It's like they're looking in a mirror, though, right? You know? No. Remember when they said that on commentary? <laughs> yeah. I don't see Tanahashi coming out wearing a fucking jacket that's so baggy and it's, it looks like. It's coming down to his knees with a miserable-looking face on his face. Miserable-looking face hey, on his man, face. Is there because a chance he won't Luke, be allowed to turn heel. I mean, is there a chance that we're just old and, like, young people are like, oh, that's cool, you know? I mean, he, he should get some no. neck tattoos. But I mean, no, it no. is them that are wrong. Yes, we are right. <laughs> that's that quote. Am I out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> So that's... <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? You could be absolutely right. <laughs> I am out of touch. There's no doubt about it. Oh, there's a JTO on Gato, which makes me happy, though. And uh, Chase tries to get Tiger off the match and fails. I was happy to see Tiger Mask in his Sapphire Sheriff's gear. You know, that, yep. was, that was like, oh, shit, he's... he's... And I'm thinking, where's Eugene Nagata? We're going to really, that question is going to become very evident later. Like, where is he? Um, but I. And where's Ishii? <laughs> right. Yeah, where's Ishii? Huh. I guess Shingo killed him. But uh, I, I did enjoy the return of Gato booing over Tanahashi, <laughs> you know, uh, opening his jacket at the beginning. That's yes. so funny. I love that. I remember when it was like. It was like Yano was always with Tanahashi and Gato, and they were like doing that shit all the time. It was fun. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed that. You know, this There's match is fun. Silly tags that um, Tanahashi and Jay White had against each other as well. Reminds right. me of that. Those were great. Um, this match is a match. There, I guess the story beat that happens in here. There's two things. Uh, Chase accidentally punches, or he gets accidentally punched by Gato in this match. So, oh, Bullet Club, and then. Uh, he, yeah. him, and Tiger talk shit after the match. So, yep. All right. So next we have. Man, I didn't take too many notes on this match. It's Team Bishamon versus House of Torture, and the reason I didn't take ah. too many notes on it because how many fucking Chaos versus House of Torture matches am I gonna get? Dude, I should oh. look it up. Like maybe for the next episode, I'll go count them. Because I mean, it's outrageous, outrageous how many matches really? they've had. Like, come on. Look, this is fun. It's a fun match. It's not bad. But at the end of it, I'm just like, for God's sakes, I've even seen the finish. Shoto Yoshihashi pins Togo. And I'm just like, look, oh, I don't need Show and Yo to start seeing other people. I need House of Torture and Chaos to start seeing other people. Yeah. <sighs> I, I just... It's not just me, is it? <laughs> no, we also get... The, you know, tremendous, like, legendary matchup. Uh, just the renewing the rivalry of Yujiro versus Okada in this match. Oh, great. God. Thanks for that. But there was a great moment in this match. And that was like, you know, Chaos was all in the ring. And fucking Togo climbs to the top rope out of nowhere and hits the most spectacular flying nothing you've ever seen. He got all <laughs> of it. 
I mean, absolutely had no plan whatsoever and just like jumped off the top rope, landed on his feet in the middle of chaos. And he's like, fuck. And he did the sign of the cross and then they did the stupid war drums thing. But it was pretty funny. I like that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now we got. (laughs) Togo's great. Yeah. Uh, He's good value. He's always always entertaining, you know. He and I like him more fun. as like a backstage booker guy. That's I'm much more of a fan of his booking than I am his wrestling. <laughs> right? Is he doing any booking now? Or is he just like this I don't screen? know. I'm just joking because everybody on the internet hates Dick Togo's oh. booking. So because he okay. apparently he's in charge of everything and he's the one. He, it's his devious mind that's ruined New Japan. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm pretty sure it's something called COVID-19 that's um, yeah, no, no, no. done a lot of damage. to He me. created yeah, it. Know. He created COVID-19. Of course he did. What a fucking dick. <laughs> this that's episode won't be available on Spotify. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because we said Dick Togo started COVID. <laughs> yes. That's misinformation. <laughs> well, it's obviously uh, a load of bullshit. That's what? not true. And... We don't do satire oh. on this show. Mm, that's good satire. All right. Next. Look <laughs> at Simpsons, man. I can't help it. Bushi, Shingo, Naito, and Hiromu, all of LJ versus Takamichinoku, Taichi, El Desperado, and Suzuki. And we've got the Bat Bushi. Yeah. Uh, which I would have thought cool before I saw the Batman movie. Oh, shut but... up. Come on. <laughs> Did you know no, that movie really was cool. long? Do you know it was really long? Fucking three hours. Hey, you should watch hey, Bat- Batman Ninja. I told you about that, good, right? A good movie that's long doesn't feel long. It's like, you know, time flies when you're having, what was that word? Fun. That's right. Have you, you ever know, seen when Batman I'm at Ninja? Work and it's boring, that, that, that two hours I've got until I finish work is not going to fucking take two hours. It's going to feel like. Why are you like so angry about it? You're so I, angry. Like, what did it do to you? Did you ever see Batman Ninja? Like, that's No, really I have good. not watched like, it yet. It's fucking great. It's like Batman's a ninja. I just don't understand why people like it, but it, but it's okay. I'm glad you do. Um, I explained but, it to you, but you know, you didn't listen. Yeah, you know, I can't remember everything I read. I just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I wish he hadn't worn that Batman thing. So now I could really just be derailed. But yes, uh, I see. I see that um, the, the, this in this match we see Takamichinoku's in it. So. Uh, doesn't really matter what happens. We know where this match is finishing. <laughs> but Hiromu's kind of like, he's got that fuck that Kazi Nina Ray attitude because he doesn't even let Suzuki do it. He goes straight after Suzuki. In fact, the role of Tomohiro Ishii for this feud will be played by Hiromu Takahashi. Yeah. Because he's got a bit of tunnel, tunnel vision for this. I like the story. Uh, Suzuki's like, yeah, he's still a young boy. And Hiromu's just like, you want to go me? I'm going to go you. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. I like also like I always like seeing Bushi's double Rana, which he did on Aldous Brado and Taka, which is cool. But yeah, uh, you know it's only Taka, so uh, just pumping bomber and uh, Shingo wins. In fact, it's usually Shingo who wins a lot of these, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's like you know. it's like he's the new Jeff Cobb or Mr. Bread. Well, I mean he had the title though, so he's kind of oh, different yeah. than them, but. Uh, you know, they seem to be heating him up again so that, you know, he can lose to someone later in the in the thing. But, you know, he might win. Who knows? We'll see what happens. So, um, 
Yeah, you know, this match is fine. It gets really never with uh, Hiromu and Suzuki because they're like, yeah. I mean, that's all the match is about. It's just them killing each other. Although we do get a little bit of Naito and Tai Chi, which is great. And uh, Tai Chi just sumos Naito, which is great. He like they do a sumo spot and Tai Chi does the whole shebang. It's great. Yep. I love that. I like Tai Chi. <laughs> He's the greatest wrestler of all time. You're not far off. I love, I love me some Tai Chi, so there you go. But we had shenanigans after this match. Yes. So, yeah, what happened? So, there? I guess uh, we got to start – hey, we're over halfway through the tournament now. We better start setting up some feuds and shit for the future because, hey, here's a match that I'm more excited for than uh, Yo versus El Desperado. It's <laughs> Show versus El Desperado. Yeah. And I don't care if it's uh, before Heel Show or Heel Show. This match is going to be awesome. So, these guys – if they, if, you know, it, it's going to be for submissions and power moves, and they're going to fuck each other up, and I can't wait. So yeah, it looks like uh, show. Well, after the match, show comes out and he just attacks El Desperado. So yes, please, yes, please, he, yes, please. He like hits him with the belt too, and I think yep. that's like kind of he does this a couple times throughout these shows, and it's like he's, I mean, he's trying to get a title shot, so. You know, and he's trying to kill his opponent before the match. So good times. But, you know, all that's important that we think. But, Luke, nothing is more important than what comes next. Oh, my goodness. Man, weren't we spoiled on this night? Like, all four night. of the uh, all the singles matches, uh, yeah, they were pretty damn good. And we start off with <laughs> ZSJ. There's Axe Jr. versus Doki. You know, there you go. Doki suicide dives right away. <laughs> He's just like, I just got to go for it, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Doki and Saber Jr. doing some great lucha wrestling at the start. So it's mostly Doki doing the lucha moves, like arm drags and uh, runners and stuff like that. But ZSJ is like, he can hang with that kind of stuff. So I really like that. But, you know, Zack Saber Jr. gets the upper hand and is a complete dick to Doki putting him in a submission while he's already in the ropes. So Zack <laughs> <laughs> Sabre Jr. then tortures him, grabs his ass as well. Doki gets like his back knee slam thing on, the one where uh, then he puts it into a pin. So I always like that, especially since like Doki is a very short dude and Zack Sabre Jr. isn't. So the fact that Zack Sabre Jr. was able to keep the legs hooked on Doki's legs, because I know some wrestlers are a little too tall and doesn't quite work, but Zack Sabre Jr., who's used to wrapping his limbs around other people's limbs, was able to kind of make that move look pretty good. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doki goes for a Doki Choki, but <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zack Sabre Jr. even invites Lariat. So, I've, yeah, it's really cool. It takes three of them to get him down. Doki then hits Daybreak. Doki Choki. Yeah! And, and Doki Ch and Zack Sabre Jr. in the Doki Choki goes, <laughs> come on, squeeze! <laughs> and he does. <laughs> and it turns into probably the best Doki Choki I have ever seen. It is awesome. Yes. And then uh, Zack Sabre Jr. I don't, I don't know the name. Of this, I know Kevin says, and I've got it written down, but it's not familiar to me. Maybe you yeah. can explain it a little more to me. But uh, he does a move called the Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, does a move on Doki called the Cremation Lily. And, of course, poor Doki has to tap. 
Um, I might have to give the edge to Takotaji Mania 3, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, sorry, Doki Taichi, but I really like this match too. Zack Sabre Jr., even though I was a dick to Doki in the match, uh, rubs, rubs his hair like, you did good, kid. <laughs> it's all right. I, <laughs> I mean, this match is fucking great, right? You know? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, you mentioned the fancy Lucha stuff at the beginning, which, by the way, Doki just stops right in the middle of it. It's like, yeah, which is great. <laughs> the crowd's totally behind him. And they do the reverse surfboard, at, like uh, Doki does it. And then he does the legit Mexican surfboard. I was like, oh, my God, I love that. Liger was probably marking out. That shit was great. Um, yeah. You know, but, like, it was, like there was a couple times, like, Zack Sabre Jr. is just breaking Doki's arm. And then he's like, I'm going to break your legs. And then I'm going to break your other arm. <laughs> it's like a lot of that shit going on. Um they had this like uh, really fun bow and arrow like type hold, but Doki like flips out of it, which was pretty cool. And um, like you said, that gory stunner thing was cool. Um, this match was really cool. I don't know. And you're right, that Doki Toki was amazing. But after the match, um, Zack Sabre Jr. is walking down the aisle and he calls them. He said that match was a piece of piss, which is not a nice it's thing a piece- to say. Now, um, piece of piss. Do you know what it means? No. Uh, it means it was. Easy as fuck. Well, you're right. That's Super what I easy. figured. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured. So he he's Barry and Doki. But as you heard at the beginning of the show, and Luke, of course, you already heard this, and that is that I put uh, Zack Sabre Jr.'s comments about Doki's rise to New Japan uh, after this match, um, you know, at the beginning of the show, because I thought it was pretty nice. So I hopefully that redeems his p- piece of piss comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my goodness! Now we got to talk about another really good match, <laughs> and it's the Great Okan versus Taiji Ishimori. And man, I don't know. Like I think Great Okan's just the fucking best. <sighs> That's me sighing and just like how good he is. But Ishimori goes uh, goes right for the speed and the underhanded tactics because he knows. He's working against a bigger opponent, and he, he tries to keep uh, Great Khan down and weakened, also attacking Great Khan's arm. So, uh, yeah, this is really good stuff. They go after each other's arms after a while. Great Khan gets a cross-arm breaker on and makes uh, Ishimori pay a little bit before uh, go for rope break. Great Khan chair arms Ishimori. Hey, he low-blowed him <laughs> twice. Right. So uh, he's like, fuck you. So this is a fuck your arm match. And uh, there's a yes lock too. There's like, and look, Grodo can't, he's so beat up. He has to kind of fight with one arm. So instead of using his arms to wrestle uh, and to do submission moves, he's using his legs to do submission moves instead. Mm-hmm. That is fucking awesome. Oh my goodness. Ishimori gets so close, so then he tries some more ref- uh, referee shit, and then there's a failed low blow, and then the highest eliminator I think I've ever <laughs> fucking seen. And awesome. Great Okan wins. I thought this match was awesome. I thought Ishimori is geez, he's just a fucking pro. He's just he's always great. And Great Okan, man, you still don't know what he's gonna do. Oh my arm's fucked. Oh, I'll just tie you up with my legs. What? Yeah. This guy's ceiling, where is it? Weren't we just talking about like uh matches where like a baby face is in a situation like that where they take away one of his legs, 
yeah. you know, with that SEMA match last week where I was talking about how, well, the idea is then you only use one leg or you figure out a different way to do your moves. Okan yeah. just did that, but then he did a whole different move set. He's like, he's like, oh, okay, take my arm away. Well, I also have this other move set I can do with my legs. So I'll just do that. SEMA. Oh, my leg hurts. My leg hurts. Meteora, 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 meteora. Greater Khan, my arm hurts. Hmm, I've got legs. Well, the only, uh, like, the dumb thing that Ishimori, the big mistake he had, he's working the wrong arm. He wasn't working the claw arm. What the fuck, Ishimori? But I guess that's the arm that, like, will work best with the boner lock, I guess. I don't know, yeah. you know? So, um, I... <laughs> But I, the whole time I was watching, I'm like, why are you fucking working? Come on, man. That's the wrong one. But uh, I was, I, I really enjoyed this match a lot. It was kind of one of those inevitable wins for, you know, Great Ocon, of course, which is nice to know that we don't have to worry about him getting pinned by a junior in this tournament, which is, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I'm concerned about that a little bit for some guys. But, you know, uh, you know, it's it, it not every junior's Hiromu, you know, we'll just put it that way. But um, yeah. I thought this was great. I enjoyed it. The finish was like fucking tremendous because he just picked him up and was like, well, you're going up. And Ishimori went all the way up and it was the highest you can get him. <laughs> so great. So great. <laughs> oh, um, oh, there's another big note. I can't believe you missed this, Luke. Yeah. This is so important. After the match, we do learn, of course, that he faced Zack Sabre Jr. next, which is like fucking big news for us. We love that. But then, then I just in my pen. <laughs> then Great Ocon, after kind of they say something about that, he puts his little hat on and he sells to the back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've been a little nice to Will uh, over the last couple of weeks. I'll say his first name a couple of times, maybe his last name once. He is. Look. Yeah, you, know, you can't hate on someone forever, and everyone's not the one thing they do. So I understand. It's fine. Eventually, we'll, we'll probably warm up to him again. But it'll take a while. Just give us time. But I am going to give him a bit of shit here, and it's not for bad wrestling. It's for maybe the some of the style and the way they pace this match, Mr. Andy. Is it a bad match, Will Ospreay versus El Fantasmo? No. It's a fucking great match. <laughs> Unfortunately... It's a junior match instead of a heavy versus a junior. I feel like this is – I feel like Will Ospreay's had a – the Bushi match he had, that felt a bit more like now he's a heavy because he's doing more power stuff, even right, though it felt yeah. a bit junior. So there. But the this match with El Fantasmo feels a bit more on the junior side than the heavy side. Maybe it's because ELP's a bigger guy. I don't know. Uh, it, um, I guess it's a bit of a nitpick, but – you know, because I'm complaining about something that happened and I still say the match is going. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you like the match? Yeah, but blah, 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 blah. What did hey, you true. like about the match? <laughs> We're here to talk about hey. the match, so, you know. Yeah. But I thought that was a bit weird. Look, these guys have really good chemistry and all that kind of stuff as well, but I don't know, man. What did you think of this? I liked it. I thought that they, like, this is the classic example of, like, you know, leave some stuff to do in the next match we have, you know what I mean? They didn't like, they didn't do it all. And I don't think they were like pushing on the gas. Like they could have pushed on the gas. I mean, I, you, you know, we know that the watching yeah. the match you're like, you're like, Oh, okay. So they're just, okay. 
So they're they're doing a, a decent match. Okay, that's what they're doing, which I enjoyed this quite a bit. I have some very high praise for some of these guys. For example, um, you know, ELP does the flare bump thing like to the outside, but he does it like upside down. Like it's weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, how did he do that? That was pretty cool. Um, also, like every every move in this match looks fantastic, of course, and everything looks so easy for ELP. He's like, like, you know how Ricky Steamboat is like so smooth. It just looks like it's like, you know, it's like air. He's just like kind of flows. That's how ELP is, but he does like a thousand moves and the moonsaults and the flippy do's, you know? So it's like a modern flippy Ricky Steamboat. And so like, there's this really cool shit that happens here. So ELP is hitting his moonsault spots off the ropes and stuff. And uh, Mr. Will is basically doing that thing. We're like, have you ever seen Chris Jericho take a crossbody? He always like yeah. runs. He like runs at the guy and kind of like jumps in the air a little bit so that they meet each other, like it, you know, in the air, and then they both fall together. And it's a real subtle thing, but it, if you watch somebody, you know, take a crossbody, there's a couple different ways to do it. That's one of them. And the, and like Will's doing that from the the mat, so he's laying down, but he's getting up off the mat just a couple inches right before. ELP hits so they meet in the air and fall together and it's like wow (laughs) I've never I don't know if I've ever seen somebody do that That (laughs) that's some okay you know that's some level of detail that I can appreciate so I really enjoyed that kind of stuff and like um, you know I thought this was a good match you know I just felt like it was one of those things where they could have done more although we did get the like reverse uh, like hidden blade gets reversed into the like Rana pin thing from ELP and the Rana pin, like the original Hurricane Rana, where the, it's like looks so dangerous, it's just one of the coolest moves of all time. And I always yeah. like it. So that was cool. Um, you know, there's all kinds of moves and stuff. I like this match a lot. I don't know why it was not the main event. Do you reckon this match would have played out a little differently if it was the main event? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Uh, and the main event, like, oh, Sonata's a champion, I guess, maybe? I don't know. That's why. Yeah, that's why he's yeah. the main event. And maybe he's from the Aichi or something. I don't know. We don't know where anybody's It's from. his favorite I town. I, I know can't that keep much. track of that shit. He loves the Dolphins. You know, him and, Ty- him think, and uh, Doki go together to games. I think the gimmick is, like, every town's his favorite town. Though. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he, he can't hear them, though. You know, he's got like, what? What are you saying? I can't quite hear you. What? <laughs> <Huh>? Yeah. <laughs> So that does, yeah, because I, I feel like if uh, those two were on last, I think uh, it probably would have hit Top Gear a couple of times. But uh, it's not a Top Gear match, that uh, Willie LP match, but still good. You'll have a good time watching it, yeah. yeah. So we've got Sonata versus Aaron Hanare in our main event. I don't like this. Great Khan is out there for support. So uh, I, like, I like that. If you're in a team and you, each of your teammates uh, back you up and stuff. So, uh, you know, they're a heel faction, but... They got each other's back. Now, this is kind of the stu- the second match in the Aaron Hanare Sonata kind of rivalry that we're having. I'm pretty sure it is. I, f- I, f- I feel like they've wrestled a singles match before when Aaron, um, well, became Aaron and he's no longer this. Like, I think you're right. Yeah. Young, young, whiny person. And I think Hanare needed that more than Sonata did. And I also thought, like, wow. Here they renew hostilities. Wouldn't it be good if Hanare's already got a win over him? 
and now he's against the he, Sonata's United States sham. What could happen here? No, he's already lost to, to Sonata, and okay, all right. But look, I expected Sonata to pull out the win here as well, and I actually when I feel bad, Mr. Andy, maybe it's become my, some of my Sonata bias here, but I, I was sitting there going, oh man, just. I don't know, man. Am I going to like this match or anything? Instead, what ended up happening very quickly is this match is awesome. Aaron Hanare and Sonata. Sonata has a few wrestlers that he just kind of – you see him wrestle, see them wrestle, and you're just like, yeah, I want that. Uh, him and Zack Sabre Jr., him and Yano. I'm not, I'm not saying Hanare is up there with those two yet, but I could see that after a few more matches. This is some really good stuff. I think Hanare is getting better, and I think – Putting him with uh, uh, the other guys in the Empire is only going to help him. Plus, giving him matches like this and main event spots. Man, I thought it was great. Of course, it ends with um, Sonata (laughs) 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 winning. But that's okay. Look, he's not going to win a tournament. I know that much. And someone who does, whoever does beat him, he's probably going to get there, get a shot at his title. So uh, um, hopefully it's like that and not. He loses, he's eliminated, then someone challenges for it. But, you know, we'll see. What do you think of this one? I like this match a lot. Um, but, you know, it, it, it was like, here's the things I liked. Because there's really cool shit in this match. For example, mm-hmm. um, you know, remember the other day when, like, uh, Sonata was trying to do the Paradise Lock to Doki? And I was like, why the fuck didn't he counter that with a Doki Chokey? Well, uh, in this match... Um, Hanari, I guess, watched that one and was like, oh, that's a great idea. And he does a triangle to counter the uh, the Paradise Lock. And I was like, oh, he's yeah. smart. He's, he's smarter than Doki. Um, also, <laughs> I, I thought that you would have loved this, and I'm shocked you don't have this in your notes. But um, in this match, we've often seen this happen. I'm sorry. Let me preface this by saying we've often seen um, Mr. Sonata do the skull end and then attempt to pick up his opponent and kind of do the giant swing. And mm. it kind of never is that great. You know what I mean? It's usually just kind of like, oh, all right. That kind of looks like if I tried to do that, you know, it just doesn't, it's not working. Um, and so Hanari does the giant swing to Sonata and it's like fantastic. <laughs> it's like, and I just thought that she would love that because he just buried yeah. Sonata and it was great. So that was fun. I, I like the ending. There's like these, you know, really cool headbutts and stuff like that. I don't know. It's, it's really good. I just, does this match move me? Not really, but is it very good? It certainly is very good. Yes. Yep. All right. Oh my goodness. Let's do it. Because we got weird. Oh my not. We're not even living on a prayer halfway there. So let's do this, Mr. Andy. This is. I love this night of wrestling. Yes. It's. Now uh, you tell me about the building this time. <clears throat> I want you to tell me about the building. I didn't write any notes about the Hyogo building. What about the crowd? Oh my goodness! This is those. This is New Japan Cup Night Seven. Hyogo, man, they, they, have they not been to Hyogo for a long time or something? Or does Hyogo just not give a fuck? Because shit happens this night tonight, which is pretty cool. And this crowd just goes nuts. They will cheer. They will gasp. They will go ooh, a lot more than I have seen in a lot of places in Japan recently. So like they they got they're, they're hungry for wrestling tonight. So makes me feel like uh, maybe they haven't had a show there for a while or Hey Luke. Mm. You know what you know what I've realized? You know why Wado is so sad as a person? 
He's never yeah. heard, not one time has he ever heard, Bono! Bono! <laughs> you know what I mean? He wants that so bad. And it's going to mm-hmm. happen for him eventually. Oh, it's going to happen soon. And it might happen in Hyogo before it happens anywhere else. That's right. So let's start with Bono! And Tim <laughs> Fisherman versus Taka and the Tech. Taka and the Tech is. I don't know why I did it like that, but. <laughs> tai Chi kicks. That's the joke. Uh, Taichi kicks Wato right in the face, which is cool. I Aww. like that. Yeah. Some Wato torture is fun. And uh, he... <laughs> I don't know what... Uh, he does his dive, though, and completely and tai- completely misses Taichi and only hits Xavier Jr., which made me laugh. So I guess once you're in the air, there's nothing you can do. You're in the air. Yeah. You just, like, that's it. That's your trajectory. And I'm, he's like, wow, you got... I'm like, you've got bad aim. But uh, at least you got one of them. At least you just missed completely. Uh, <laughs> but there's a Shoto on Takamichinoku, of course, and uh, that's finished. Yeah. Um, there's a funny part in this match where, like, so after the match, Watto is, like, the last guy out celebrating. Like, the like the Chaos guys are gone already, and he, or whatever, you know, and he's, like, still out there, like, yeah, I won, yeah, and he didn't win. You know, he didn't get a pin or anything. He didn't even do anything. But um, I thought this match was some basic ass shit. That's what I thought. Yeah. Did somebody say Wato? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Doko. Doko? Yes, it's a. Uh, okay. Count- <laughs> it's Doko now. It's Doki and El Desperado versus Sho and Yajiro. Uh, El Desperado and Doki opt for the Katamaru Gambit. Which is always fun. That's what I've nicknamed it because I'm a chess nerd. Or the Kanemaru opening, whichever one you want. Um, and that's when a wrestler has an entrance and then Kanemaru just runs out and ruins it. <laughs> and just fucks him up. Because that's exactly what Doki... And I, I know a lot of wrestlers have done it, but he did that every single Super Junior, best of Super Juniors match. Every single one. No, no, without fail. Doki, ELD, show you Jiro. They go for that opening. It's fun stuff. And uh, Show and El Desperado, oh my god, I really like their preview stuff. It proves that it's going to be really fun because El Desperado is wrestling someone on his level. What pains me though, Mr. Guy, is seeing Yujiro pinning a Doki. <laughs> big juice. At least it was a big juice. Yeah, and we got to hear his music that is so amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much to say about this. It was very good, you know, and like you said, it, it reminds me that, hey, we're going to get this match that's going to happen. I sure hope it happens soon because. Yeah, so, maybe the final of uh, of this tourney. I don't know. Well, Could be. I, yeah, I don't they have a tournament match coming up. I don't know. Did they both lose already? I don't know what's happening. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I honestly am like, you know, today I woke shows up. And time, this is my, yeah. yeah, I was actually live for the show this morning for the first time in a while, so I'm all tired. I got to talk about Tanahashi Farley. Fuck, that feels like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. We got Empire. Uh, we got the Empire versus Gato, Ishimori, Farley, and El Fantasmo. And uh, the cuties. So the cuties go low, Farley and Gato say, no, 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 up high. Right. And they attack, attack the Empire. So, uh, wow, the uh, Empire faces here because uh, <laughs> everyone hates the Bullet Club more than any other faction. 
ELP rips that tape off uh, that guy's back. It's good. That Kinesio tape is always an eyesore and really annoying. I don't know why, because it probably helps people, but whatever. There's the best Tongan massage ever on Will. So thank you. Uh, and he gets backbreaked a lot as well. So, yeah, there it is. The crowd makes noise, though. And Cobb picks up Farley. That's the first time. It's like, what? The crowd's going nuts. And then the crowd starts going nuts for Farley versus Cobb. Like, audible gaffs, all this shit. Makes me think straight away. Uh, singles match. These two men, go yeah. for it. Yep, yeah. we want it. So let's see a single match, please, and thank you. And uh, Great Khan, of course, taps out Gato. Yes. Um... There's a lot of good stuff in here. They they were like watching the LIJ, the Laundry Boys, uh, United Empire. I guess they've been watching LIJ because they start working Gator's beard a little bit at the beginning. It was like, what? Oh yeah. Um. So ELP does the low bridge, which is where someone's running at the ropes and you just like drop down and you you pull the top rope down, which just I mean it sucks them out of the ring, you know. <laughs> so he does that to uh, Will who does a tremendous bump to the outside, like, wow. And then they do purple nurples to him and that's great. And, uh, <laughs> that, you know, bull club just beating the shit out of him. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. I like that. Um, and the reason why that Tonga massage was so amazing is because ELP while Fale's on dude, he, AOP jumps up on Fale's shoulders. Like Fale is going to hit him with an AA. And then he, and then when when Fale jumps down, then ELP takes a bump to the outside and is like, "Oh fuck!" And they're like, "Oh sorry, man." <laughs> really funny. That was good stuff. There were some uh, Mongolian chop shenanigans in this match too. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, Great Okan actually did a bear hug uh, to Ishimori, and I was like, "I love it. Bring back the bear hug. It's awesome move. I love it. Bring it back." So, yes, now we got Yo, Tanahashi, and Okada versus Bushi, Sonata, Naito. And, yeah, Naito targets the knee, of course, because what else do you do when you're wrestling Tanahashi? And, <laughs> and I get to see Yo tap the, the fuck out to Skull in. So uh, what's not to like about this match? And uh, <laughs> there's a part, I think, after the, after this match where Naito's like, Tanahashi, sir, Tanahashi, sir, I'm looking forward to Tuesday, sir. Uh, that was a translation I got from uh, Chris Charlton at the end of the match because uh, Knight is stepping up to him, you know, because everyone he called him up senpai. Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah, he called him senpai, which is kind of like teacher, which is kind of like calling him old, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, old man, but with respect. It's know? funny that uh, <laughs> Naito's calling him old, and then the story that uh, Kevin likes to bring up about Naito is... He only sees himself as having one more, one big last title run because his time's running out. And I'm like, what? Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. You ready for yeah, 20 matches? Oh, sorry. Tanahashi's, like, going after the title. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> oh, it hasn't happened now. Oh, my God. So if he doesn't win the New Japan Cup, maybe the G1? Oh, my goodness. All right, so let's do it. We got our first tournament match. It's Tiger Mask versus Chase. I wish Kevin hadn't mentioned that there hadn't been any surprises in this tournament because it's so true. Don't call attention to it. And uh, yeah, and you know, you know, this match Chase is going over. And it... That sucks. <laughs> stupid. Package pile driver, and because yeah, 
yeah, Tiger jobbing to chase Owens again. Like we knew he would, and it just hurts my soul a bit. And um, it's fine. It's a decent match. I don't have much on it. If you want to, oh, I know okay. it's. A talk. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just. I don't know why. Probably because I've got so much notes on other stuff that happens. I'm just like, oh my god. Well, I'm watching this, and I see like one half of the Sapphire Sheriffs. Uh, Tiger yeah. Mask is out there, and he's whining about Fale being ringside. He's like, what the fuck, man? And I'm thinking to myself, well, why didn't you bring your tag team partner, Yuji Nagata? I mean, duh. So I don't know why he didn't do that. <laughs> you say tag team partner, Yuji Nagata, even though he just had the junior titles with Robbie Eagles. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> and Tiger Vest is like really brutal, at, like for good portions of this match where he's like, he's kicking, chasing the arm. He's like doing all kinds of cool arm locks and stuff. And, uh, it one kick like knocks Chase out of the damn ring. <laughs> it's just pretty funny. Uh, but then you know he cheats and takes over. Um, I he was like working on Tiger Mask back. I guess we get the top rope arm drag from Tiger Mask. Tiger driver and he goes to the top rope headbutt. But no, it's a gut buster from Chase for two. Um, just as Tiger Mask is starting to look like he's gonna at least get some near falls. He just wins. Chase just wins. I was like, oh, yeah. come on. You can't even give him, like, oh. It's like the match was half over. End. Oh. Yeah. All right. I, I, I remember talking to you about this match, and, you know, I don't think you like it as much as I do, and that's fine. But we got uh, Shingo Takagi. Or is it Takagi Shingo? I always get that mixed up. We got Shingo versus Tongaloa. And uh, here's a couple surprising things uh i don't remember the last time i saw tongalo was shirtless so there, oh, there's something huh. yeah, yeah okay there's something for everyone who's uh, interested in a shirtless tongalo spoiler alert. i didn't notice that uh, yeah, damn in shape well we mentioned that before that you'd always been frustrated because you're like fuck if i look like that i wouldn't be covering it up what the hell yeah man you know? so, i got like a like a bit of a belly and stuff and i was just like if, if i had what he probably has i think uh i think i'd be shirtless if i uh, a lot more but uh yeah you're definitely right now there. he's a baby fi- oh wait wait no never mind yep and here's a bit of uh oh because there's no jado with him oh, oh. also i like how shingo and tongaloa kind of have matching pants which makes me laugh this match is decent I'm not going to say it's a five-star bang or anything, but I'd say, look, I kind of respect Lowell because he's he's trying some stuff and he's trying to make, trying to switch it up, trying to trying to do different things. I can respect that. So uh, he does a cool-looking exploder. He does a diving headbutt, hits a gnarly power bomb. The crowd goes kind of nuts, which is really yeah. cool. Uh, I, I guess I guess I focus more on the Tonga lower side of the uh, my notes here rather than the Shingo stuff because you know. You know Shingo's the freaking man, right? And I, you you wrote this you, to me, and I agree with you. Um, his two best matches have <laughs> been against the same person, I guess. Right. Uh, Shingo. So, yeah, it's a pretty good match, but a, a surprise pumping bomber, and Shingo wins. So, really cool stuff. I like I liked it. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say I loved it and go completely insane, but I thought it was good. It was one of the better performances I've seen from Tongaloa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at it or anything. I just listen. Fucking Shingo was like 
I'm putting you over, kid, you know, and just fucking worked his ass off to make Tonga Loa look amazing. You know, yeah. and I mean, that's like, that's kind of how Shingo is. He's like, listen, I'm going to do whatever it takes. If I have to do 150% of the work, I'll do it, whatever it takes. And I'm not saying that Tonga Loa didn't pull his weight. I'm saying that like Tonga Loa either has improved and like had a little ring rust because there were just a couple few, a few areas that just like where Shingo had to move him around. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. he, he should already be at these places, which is no big deal. But it's like, and I'm, you know, of course, I'm the only one that bugs the bothers to notice that. But it's like, <laughs> but I just, I hope that's the case. But that is kind of always been like my things I've noticed about Tonga Lewis. He's not where he's supposed to be or, you know, he, there's just questions. He's not smooth like everybody else can be in New Japan. So I'm, you know, we started talking about this and I think that I, I made a prediction and I'm going to go ahead and make this publicly because I think this is true. I think that, well, actually we got to talk about that later. Never mind. Shit. We can talk about right. that after, after this next match, but uh, Tongaloa is going to get a character change that's going to help him a lot, but we'll talk about that later. But this match was very good. I just think it was, you know, Shingo's awesome. <laughs> it was the veritable broomstick performance sure. in, in some parts. So uh, I can see that, but I also kind of appreciate that at least Tongaloa is trying to do different moves and stuff like that. Yeah, and... he didn't try to do the moonsault in this, so that was cool. No. You know? Yep. He's All right. Stuff. So here we go, and this is the match that makes me really smile because uh, uh, one week earlier, they're not doing Bullet Club stories, Luke. Ah, get out of here. <laughs> but uh, here we go, Tamatonga versus Evil, and these two go at it right away and uh, try to fuck each other up. I, I quite like it. Evil chokes uh, Tama with a, a miss. Why does it say miss? I'm... And it's on. Anyway, anyway... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think oh with the mic evil chokes Tamatonga oh, with the mic yes yes because yes. it leads to like uh, yeah. Tama turning to the mic and going fuck you evil <laughs> which is awesome <laughs> alright what I like about this match is it as cheaty as you expect yeah but I kind of like that mix of heart hitting and cheaty which is kind of what we get here we get a darkness falls we get supreme flows we get gun stuns but but dick togo pulls the ref out and stuff there's and all this kind of shit and then bullet club fight oh my god <laughs> pretty much everyone in bullet club except maybe like chris bay and what's that other guy's name jay white yeah. oh who? Sorry, what? What? What's that guy's name again? Jay White. Yeah. The the guy who's at least got uh, a little smiley face or sticker on every page of my fantasy dream book. <laughs> uh, so pretty much every uh, every member of Bullet Club comes out right now. And Ishimori helps up Tamatonga, only to feed for something we haven't seen for a while. Sudden death. Yeah. And then. All of Bullet Club's beaten up uh, Tamatonga. I think, uh, obviously, uh, Tongaloa's not too far away from coming out. Uh, maybe that's why Shingo only won with a pumping bomber and not maybe his awesome super finishes, because they're like, uh, we've got to get Tongaloa out in the next match, and he can't yeah. can't have him sell too he much. He can't sell, yeah. So. 
you can't sell that much. So like, yeah, <laughs> fucking smart stuff. Oh my god. Jar. Then something even more surprising. Like I know Ch- Chase and Farley turn on the gorillas as well. Tongaloa comes out. Jado comes out to run wild, which is amazing. Gato comes out and he fucking betrays Jado, and I'm just like, what? Jado of all people, like I, I know he was kind of in chaos with Gato for ages, but I've always seen Jado and Gato as quite heels, because yeah. that's just how they present themselves in the ring and stuff. But no, Jado turns face with the Gorillas of Destiny <laughs> and takes his ass whooping with the with both Gorillas. It is really cool, like. I'm like, wow, the next match has a lot to live up to because we've just had some major storyline stuff. What's next? Oh, yeah, well, they succeed there. But here we go. We, whoa, this whoa. Is, no, I'm not going to talk about that match. Don't worry. But oh, I'm like, okay. here we go. Here's where all this kind of Bullet Club story stuff has been leading to. Everyone chose Jay over Tamatonga. Right. Which sort of makes sense. I mean, Jay's been Jay's held almost every title and – all that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, I liked I liked all this whole thing. Evil wins with and everything is evil thanks to lots of cheating and assistance and stuff. But uh, otherwise, it's like this is the match that's probably going to be most known for the whole Tama uh, God betrayal stuff. But yeah, I like this. What did you think? Well, it's something. I mean, yeah, it's definitely something. I was really happy that the honorable ref Chumpy was presiding over this. Oh match my god. Tonight. Because you gotta yes. get him in there, you know. He even helped uh, Evil do a magic killer to Tama at one point. And, and yes, yep. there's all, all the moves, you know, that happen in the match, whatever. But like this whole big long thing at the end, where like, first of all, the crowd is booing and cheering during this. So they're everything yep. is happening. They're being like boo or yay or whatever. They're clapping as well, but they're just like it's like old school all of a sudden. Only thing we're missing is the people screaming high pitched names. So um, yes. Which is going to happen now. But um, so that that kind of makes it electric. And like House of Torture, they run in, but they're chased off by the cuties. But nope, it's just a fake out. So that's yeah. when the sudden death happens. Everything is evil. And then be- Bullet Club beat down Tama and Giotto fights him off with the kendo stick. Huge reaction. Chase Owens is out. He destroys Giotto. All right. And then Fale comes out. But whose side is he on? Right, and then and then Tongaloa um, out and Fale kills him, and uh, I think I posted a video of when they started fighting. I don't, maybe it was in the another match after this, but him and Tongaloa mm. did some pretty funny swimming, fighting in the air, uh, swimming in the air. But that was great. But like, so this is has a lot of implications, right? I mean, the first thing that we were like excited about was, well, this means Jay's coming back, right? I mean, like, that. why would they do all this if this wasn't to he's pa- pave the way yep. for the leader of Bullet Club to return? I mean, that it doesn't make any sense, you know, other than that. I did hear from someone who's in, you know, their, you know, business. It's in their business to know that the that, that story about the whole thing with the work visas and the border opening is true uh, that we were talking about on the last episode. And yep. they're allowing like 5000 people in every day. And it's going to that's that could go up as time goes on, shit like that. So that's all exciting. But also we started talking about this character change for you know, G.O.D. Because, like, I mean, obviously, Tom Tonga is going to work great as a babyface. They've already tested it out. It's going to work great. But, like, I think that Tonga Loa 
Well, like in a year time, we're going to be like, oh, that was the greatest thing that ever happened to that guy. I think he's going to be a, yeah. a great baby face because he has he doesn't have to do as much. I don't think I think he can do less and like be more effective that way. You know, I, it, I think that it'll be better. And so um, I'm excited for that because I want to like, you know, these guys. And and I think yeah. that god has been stale as a team. You've wanted to like forever. Him for and yeah. you've been so fucking bored of the Gorillas of Destiny. You have been so bored of them. It, it, it no, like, I think we both like Tamas G1, like hitting things, new moves. He's got like that, that Supreme Flow splash and some other movesy stuff. Yeah, it's going to do good. The, the thing that surprised me, though, was that Jado's going to stay with them. So I'm like, yeah, that's what I like that. Yeah, good, good. And yeah. now, you know, we got to get a, a singles match eventually. It'll be Gato versus Jado. That'll be amazing. And like, they'll be all, that'll be like, that'll like, you know, to be the main event of some random Kurgan Hall show or something. But uh, that, that kind of stuff will be fun. And, and I think that this is a, a good wrinkle to throw in here because now, like we've said, they need faces. And so now they got two more and one of them could be main event material. So, you know, that's good. Yep. Because uh, I think that you were right. That G run might've been Tamas test run. And the fact that he crushed it twice mm-hmm. with uh, Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. They're onto something there. So if they, uh, we've been wanting something for the, oh, I'm so happy for them. And I'm so excited for Gorillas of Destiny now to see what uh, what happens with them. And, well, uh, and Giotto. And, of course, the Master Heater as well. <laughs> Dude, I'm on a bit of a high. There's been some story stuff. I've seen some cool, interesting stuff. Like, I've even seen a Tongaloa match I liked. The I'm crowd's good... crazy. Crowd. Hyogo's you know? going nuts. I'm really enjoying this show. And I'm thinking, all right, what's next? Oh, it's only probably my favorite match on all of these shows so yeah here it is it is Hiromu <laughs> Takahashi versus Minaro Suzuki I'm looking at my notes I didn't write any I don't need them this match is fucking <laughs> awesome I lots of wrestlers including maybe Hiromu himself during with other opponents have always tried to replicate that really or, you know, Dragon Lee slap fight. You know the one I'm talking about. I do. Nothing's come close. It's been good. They've had some, it's been good slap fight. I like a good chop fest. Nothing's quite come close. This match is like, it's almost like the 152 kicks of uh, Bushi Taichi. For like almost 15 minutes. These two just fucking wail on each other. Chops. 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 At some point, I'm just going, fucking stop it, please. Just do some wrestling moves. <laughs> Put him in a submission so you guys can chill out for a fucking few minutes, please. Can you stop chopping each other? And then they, then you know, I've, I've used this analogy before. It's when, um, it's like that repetition in comedy. You laugh, and then you're like, eh, I'm not laughing anymore. Then it keeps going, and you laugh again. I'm like that, but I'm like, this is great. Oh, stop it. Suzuki's bleeding. Your fucking chests are all fucking... Stop doing this. And Suzuki's having a fucking blast. He's almost got a smile on his face the entire freaking time. Towards, like, just past that 15-minute part, Hiromu starts doing moves, and Kevin's like, in the middle of a brawl, a wrestling match has just broke out. And, oh, my God, I'm just... 
This match is intense. It's Hiromu. Um, he's getting chopped down with these chops. And he, I know he's giving good to Suzuki as well, but he, he's the one that has to get up more than Suzuki does. Because he feels like, no, nah, fuck you. I'm going to prove myself to, to you. I'm not this young boy, motherfucker. Fuck you. And it's amazing. I I loved every second of it. I think I watched it about twice already, which is not a common thing for me to do to immediately rematch, rematch, rewatch stuff. This is like wrestling heaven. I loved it. It's never as fuck. And the finish is awesome. <sighs> fuck. I've talked enough about this, man. I, I, just, just, oh, I just, ah, it's so good. That's that's pretty much what I want to say. This is like uh, a two star match at least. What did you think? <laughs> yes, it's definitely um, it's, two. It's, it's totally sarcasm. Um, it's it was uh, well, the finish is pretty cool. Like I'll tell you what that happened there. So like basically um, strike combos and then like Harumu fires up, but it's a rear naked choke. And then Suzuki hits a knee and Harumu like plays dead. Like he's like oh fucked, you know. And so. But he's playing possum. As soon as Suzuki gets close to him, he hits this like jumping headbutt thing that you know in real life would like nearly kill you. <laughs> so like like yeah. I've I've been headbutted before. It fucking sucks, especially from someone coming from below. And uh it staggers Suzuki, roll up pin, and Hiromi wins. And it's fucking hilarious. And Suzuki takes a young lion backstage with him to kill. <laughs> it's it's oh great. my god, he does. Um so I think that what just to kind of like piggyback off what you had said earlier, the Ryu Lee thing and how people try to duplicate this. I think this is much better. Agreed. Than, you know what I mean? Than any like it's way more brutal than anything. You know, I mean, obviously those guys is it's like a flippy match that just happens to have a three to five minute section of chops at the beginning. But that is a you know child's play compared to what they do in this match here uh Hiromu versus Suzuki this is some insane shit and it's just just to describe it they're doing the overhand like lucha chops is what they're doing and yeah. so you know you can see sometimes they're pulling it a little bit but most of the time they are just hitting each other pretty hard and at a certain point I like remember thinking to myself you know after like five to eight minutes of this you just start to feel them like you feel yes. every single one of them and they're selling them so well. And Hiromu's like, like you said, like he'll take, he'll like give Suzuki like three or four and Suzuki will hit one that sends him flying, you know? And it's like, Oh, and it hurts your chest. It's like, it's just sympathetic pain. Um, yeah. There was a really funny thing. They finally stopped doing chops for a second because Suzuki picks up a chair but Red Shoes won't let him use the chair. And at one point, like, they're arguing over it, like, trying to wrestle it from each other. And, so, and <laughs> Red Shoes wraps his whole body around the chair, like, kind of, like, grape finds his arms and legs in the chair leg. <laughs> it just goes down on the ground, and it's kind of, like, rolling back and forth. And so he's like, well, fucking forget it. <laughs> so if it's that important to you, okay. So that was pretty funny. I wish Suzuki had just, like, picked him up. Like with the chair, like pick the chair up with him wrapped around it and hit hit Hiromu with it. <laughs> but uh, that was the only thing that would have made this better because this is pretty great. I I just, you know, to me I find this to be a ambitious artistic match and the execution was excellent. 
I was okay. talking to one of my wrestler buddies today about this match, and I was telling him how I thought it was like a, you know, like kind of an artistic match. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, it's all in the storytelling and and the, you know, the fact that these two guys made one normal ass move the most important move in pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter what moves you can you do if you can do them like this. Right. I mean, it, it I think it's really cool when you watch a match and everything that happens and it matters. And even if it's the same thing over and over and over again, every single time it built and built and built. I This is a piece of art. This is uh, fantastic. This is one of the and, best things I've <laughs> ever watched in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still I, I see I pulled it out when I was talking about this match. I still talk about Tai Chi Ibushi. Loved it, yeah. And this is Hiromu Suzuki is going to be a match I'm going to be talking about or bringing up all the fucking time because it's just rad as hell. Never as fuck. It is awesome. Someone on the Tweety, and I can't remember who it was. I do apologize, Mr. Tweety person, but said, all right, stay with me here. Hiromu beats Suzuki, then he beats Evil, gets a never open title shot. Ah, oh, that'd be so great. And uh, I immediately copied and pasted that into my fantasy dream book because uh... <laughs> he's never as fuck. He's always been never as fuck. It's just like, you know, when he's facing these heavyweights, he knows it's got to be that. And like he's got it. And, and like putting Hiromu in the position of the underdog is where he excels. He's great at everything, but he's in particularly good at that role. So putting him in that role, it's just like. It's just, I don't know. It's like, you know, putting, you know yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know what Suzuki loses, losing this match? Nothing. Nothing, no. He's, and it's, he's part yeah. of a legendary match now. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and people might, uh, you know, remember the ending, but I bet you in a year it'll be like, oh, that's that match where they just chopped each other for 15 minutes. And we won't remember necessarily who won as, you know, equally as that. But, um. But Luke, did you have a feeling? I kind of had a feeling, and I want, I'm hoping you had this feeling too, that you know we saw that Bullet Club stuff and the implications. Yeah. We had talked about how the crowd was starting to cheer, and like you know, and then we have this amazing you know match that that is just like something that is one of the best things that's happened all year. Um, and you're thinking to yourself, like New Japan, they're starting to. I mean, like they never went away, but. We've talked about how the overall quality of the shows are just not what they used to be. They just aren't, and they can't be with the limited roster. But yeah. like now, it feels like there's some momentum, and it feels like I don't know. How do you feel? I feel like they're doing some story stuff, which they I don't feel like they've done a lot of in ages because COVID. And I feel like this is the first major story stuff they've done, maybe since Evil's turn. Uh, you know, I mean, like, big group changing stuff. And maybe sh the show stuff and House of Torture as well. But, you know, it, yeah. And I feel like it's been a, like, you've, you've got Okada with the title, building this, building it back up for a good run. But that's building New Japan up right there. Mm -hmm. it you've is. got all the, you know, yeah, you, you've got Bullet Club having their shenanigans, which it's all for Jay. So it makes us all think he's coming back. So there's another build-up for New Japan. It's, yeah, I feel like they're building. And I feel like they've also built up some wrestlers who 
whilst we'll never be in our top fives, Mr. Andy, have at least improved or have shown that during tough times they're willing to step up and at least uh, try and get it. I know Yoshihashi hasn't been perfect, and in this COVID run, uh, Yujiro. Yujiro as well, I've been uh, a lot better with uh, a lot of guys. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like they're picking up steam. I definitely do. Uh, yeah. And and the shows are feeling a little normal again. Uh, yeah. Man. Oh, you know what, you just... know what I have written in my fantasy dream book is what? that like somebody really cool wins the G1, like Shingo or something. Hopefully it's Shingo. Or the, uh, excuse me, the New Japan Cup. And at the end of it, like he's celebrating. All his boys are out there. As soon as they leave the ring, Jay White hits the ring, beats the fuck out of him. <laughs> So the the first brief, briefcase challenge is Jay White and he beats him and now he's got the briefcase and he gets the title and he beats Okada yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I loved that because I'm like I, I had that so oh Bushi's so winning this match just just chill, just chill out Luke. Jay wins the briefcase. The fuck? Yeah, that was cool. Oh, let's let's do it, Mr. Andy. We've got the New Japan Cup Night Eight. Right, Takamatsu uh, City General Gymnasium number one. Well, that makes me feel like there's got to be at least more than one. You don't just name it number one and not have a two, three, four, or five, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this place, Luke, is number one, the gymnasium. You know, as you mentioned, but it's also the home arena of the Kagawa. Five arrows of the B League, Japan's professional basketball league. We're back in the B League, man. That's almost oh, a, almost shit. a league, you know. So, um, yeah. So the crowd sounds like they're in like a metal tube tonight. They sound very weird. Um, so it sounds like that uh, this place is a giant metal tube. Yeah, I can't tell if the crowd's just as cool or as rowdy as the previous night because the sound's different here. It's, it's a different shape, different building, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, fuck you. You know, they should have talked to the big pallet people, the people that built big big pallet about their structure before they built that <laughs> place. <laughs> all right, let's do this. We got uh, Tiger Mask, Ryusuke Tadaguchi, and Tomaki Homa versus Taka. El Desperado and Suzuki, and we know who's losing this, but that's okay. Suzuki's mad because he lost the night before, of course, and he's taking it out on Honma. It's okay, cool. <laughs> El Desperado uh, shoves the bell hammer up to Gucci's butt, and Charity's watching this at the time, and I'm like, <laughs> I look at I look at Charity, and I'm like, dude, is is that all right? Like, is that some kind of assault or something? And she's like, nah, it's Suzuki Goon. They're allowed to do stuff like that. I'm like, okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I get the Suzuki Goon pass, and that's, <laughs> mind you, I'd uh, dis- have to definitely disinfect that bell hammer. Uh, Homer gets tortured by Homer, which is awesome. That's a great note, Luke. That's mm-hmm. uh, by Suzuki. There's an ankle that's, lock on. That's just Akabo. like worst, his like biggest problem in his life. He tortures himself. You know, he's his own worst. That's enemy. right. <laughs> ankle lock by Taguchi on Takamichinoku for the win. And after the match. Show attacks El Desperado again, and uh, yeah. he's uh, banging that spanner on the belt. Going ding, ding, didn't you? You get the point yet? Coming for you. Yeah. 
There was a part in this match where Taka Michinoku walks by Kevin Kelly. And Kevin Kelly's like, hey, man, you're a legend. And Taka goes, shut the fuck up, which is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, this match was like, it was like really short, um, yeah. which is fine. You know, that's all you need. <laughs> Next, we got uh, Jado and the Gorillas of Destiny. Over already, long- already. Yes. Yep. No longer in Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. versus Bad Luck Fale. It, I think because of also we're not fully out of COVID time yet, uh, as much as you want to not have Show and Yo together so many times, I think uh, circumstances have made it so, like, they, they kind of had to be in a lot of matches. And I feel like that's sort of the same. Like, would we like to build up before they can get their hands on Bullet Club? Yeah, but we've also got to fill this show up with wrestlers. So uh, yeah. you're wrestling now. So uh, there is that. Where's my fucking... There it is. So, you know, Gorillas of Destiny and Jado, they run out for the Kanemaru Gambit, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> You're really trying to get that over, aren't you? Fuck you. Yes, I am. <laughs> the Kanemaru opening. Why not? Kanemaru's awesome. I like but, it. It's fun. Yeah. He probably so, plays uh, chess when he's drinking. You know, he definitely <laughs> plays chess. I definitely do too. And that's, that's, why, <laughs> that's why I'm shit. Uh, no, I'm, I'm shit because uh, I'm just shit at it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm se- I'm all right. I like playing, but uh, yeah, I make some bad moves. Anyway, enough of that. There's some back rake stuff and Tongan massage stuff on Jado. And I know we probably saw this when Jado and, and Gato were in chaos, but this still feels like really weird and surreal to me. I'm like, what? Gato distracts. So Gato's in the ring. He's not in the ring. Jado's in the ring, and Gato just walks out, and that's enough for Jado to be distracted. So very WWE-style distraction yeah. there. Just walk down the ramp. Sudden death on Jado, though. Boom. And uh, the evil Bullet Club fucking screw over Gorilla's Destiny and Jado even more. Oh, oh, oh. Things are going to get worse for those three boys before they get better, that's for sure. But uh, that's exactly what you kind of story you want to see. Yeah. This was the match where Fale... And Tonga Loa were matched up at the beginning of this brawl. <laughs> they just are just hilarious. You remember that time the guy from the Dark Order, some Indian indie indie worker, was like working for uh, AEW and just like threw these like terrible punches. It was worse than that. So um, they're confirmed yeah. in the Dark Order. It's that it was really funny. It's so funny. I made a video of it and put it on Instagram. Um, like like zoomed in on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny because I don't care about the Instagram account. But anyway, that's it. Makes me feel it. like um, Bullet Club are a little rusty in uh, wrestling each other because <laughs> they probably haven't had to wrestle each other unless maybe the odd G1 or World Tag or something. Like, I just yeah, I just think they were trying to actually punch each other, but they're yeah. just trying to be safe, which is no problem. But it was pretty funny. Tama Tonga tags in at one point in this match and it's just like on fire, and it's like yeah, this is gonna be great. So I like that. I, I think they can do something with Tama, like big time. Yeah. yeah. Tom, I've, I've wanted a single run. Yep. Wanted a singles run from him. He's got the charisma, and lately he's been pulling out the matches too, so fuck yes. All right, next we've got Sonata, Shingo, and Hiromu Takahashi versus the Evil Dicks and Chase. So, uh, <laughs> by the way, the last time Hiromu and Evil wrestled each other, Evil was the double champ. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a double champ now. <laughs> he's a double champ now as well. Uh, there's an O'Connor roll on Dick Togo uh, by Sonata, of course. 
this is this is fun stuff. And uh, of course, you know the bad guys. Uh, they target Hiromu. They want to weaken him up for the, uh, the the evil match. So yeah, oh man, I'm looking forward to that. They had a great title match when uh, Hiromu went for the double titles. So yes. uh, it's going to be yeah, great that'll again. I'll be, be fun, yeah. and like it'll be another situation where Hiromu's the underdog. You know, I just hope that Lij figure out that if like some of them are out there, they could like help their friend. You know, like it's okay. <laughs> like. Yeah. Aren't you Rudos or whatever? Come on. Yeah. So uh, that's silly. But um, I, I this match is fun, you know, is is whatever. But there was um a really funny part where like Shingo is in and he kind of does the Makabe double clothesline spot. <laughs> it's like, oh, what's he doing? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing there? That was funny. So um, yeah, that's kind of all I got to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Doki and Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, they're tagging. Yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, versus Sonare and Great Khan. Uh, he's my first night. Great Khan versus Zack Sabre Jr. will be amazing. Every time they get their hands on each other, it's great. And you know it's going to be awesome straight away because Zack Sabre Jr. is no dum-dum. He goes for Great <laughs> Khan's arm that was busted after the Ishimori battle. Yes! Yeah. That's how you do that. Oh, my God, this match is going to be so good. Well, fuck, I wish, it, wish the match was on now. Like, as I was watching his tag match, that's how good it was. <laughs> like, Doki gets Hanare. Like, that, those portions were so good, I forgot it was a tag match. So, when they can do that for me in a tag match, that tag match is a win. Yeah. So, yeah. well, they're mostly wins, but you know what I mean. But Doki gets uh, Hanare in a Doki Choki, and he gets close, as always, but no Streets of Rage, and Hanare goes over. Huh. Good stuff. Especially, the, oh my God, the Zack Sabre Jr. Greater Canal stuff, yes. Yeah, I think, um, you know, they gave us a little taste there. And I was watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, well, what's their match going to be like? And I think it's, it's you know, it's kind of hard to say. And it'll be fun. And I, I have a feeling it'll be, like, all grappling, like, the whole match. So, yeah. um, which is fine with me, because they're <laughs> tremendous at it, so... If there's anything um, like their G1 match. Yeah, <laughs> it'll God. be great. So I can't wait to see that. Uh, you know, but who knows, man? You know, the one thing that like Great Ocon, one part of his game or whatever, Great Ocon, so many ways he could beat you. He uh like he has <laughs> maybe that's where Hanari learned it, you know, is from Great Ocon. But, uh, but he has the like the power moves, you know what I mean? And so like that's something that's really fun about him is that he he could just be a power moves wrestler and that's all he does. That's kind of how he was when he first showed up, you yeah. know? And uh, the fact that he can just pull that out to counter like someone like Zach, who doesn't really have a power move game. You know what I mean? That would be an interesting kind of thing. I don't know. Their matchup is interesting. It'll be awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Agreed. And uh, here we go. This is a little bit nightmarish for me because we got oh the tag team God. of Yo and Yoshi Hashi of all time, yes. And like I know Yoshi Hashi isn't the most charismatic motherfucker, but I kind I kind of like him. But they usually put him with guys who definitely have a lot more charisma than him, and he kind of he slots slots in there. But you've got two charisma vacuums walking out together yeah. with Yo and Yoshi Hashi. Doesn't help that Yo just looks like he doesn't care. Like I don't know, man. What what what's with that attitude? Maybe I'm no. It's the kids who are wrong. This was fine. <laughs> uh, I liked seeing uh, Yo getting beaten up. That that was fine. 
Uh, and there's a hidden blade on him too. So I knew he was going to lose tonight. So that kind of at least took the took a bit of the sting out for me. I don't have much on this. It's fine. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, like, the only cool thing I saw in this match was, like, Yo keeps trying to Irish whip Cobb, and he's like, nope. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's supposed to work. You know, I like that. So, yeah. yeah. I just If Yo, Yo's only allowed to get an Irish whip on him, if Yoshi Hashi's helping, and even then, double clothesline. Ha! Let's let's do it. The next one we got Wato and Tanahashi versus Bushi Naito. Tanahashi has the worst taste in tag team partners, right? I mean, like, is that part of his character that he doesn't know how to pick tag team partners? Because he just <laughs> loses. Like he remember when he tagged with Hanari? He can't even win in a tag team with fucking Akata. Right. They look well. He can beat Noah guys, but that's it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Wato gets punished by Naito, which is fucking hilarious. I love that. He also attacks Tanner's leg and neck, which is, of course, Naito's kind of uh, stick. He's been doing that ever since he found out he's going to be fighting Tanner. And, uh, yeah, you know Tanner's taken this tag match serious when, boom, there's a high fly flow on Bushi. Yeah. So, oh, boy. So, yeah, uh, I'm really looking. Oh, I know what's happened now, but I was really looking forward to Naito Tanahashi. Yeah. They yeah, didn't disappoint, though, by the way. That 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 match is going to be fucking heaven when we talk about it, but yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, this tag match is kind of just, you know, again, we just get some, like, basic stuff, except for the big Tanahashi, uh, you know, high-fly flow. He's not fucking around. He's like, listen, I don't care about my body. I will die for winning. <laughs> I'll die for winning. Oh, my God. All right, so let's do it. Oh, boy. We get out. Our first tournament match of the night, we've got Hiroki Goto versus Shima. This is their first singles match together, so that's kind of cool. First singles matchup. And mind you, it's not until night nine, uh, tomorrow, uh, the next night, that uh, I, I, th- I, th- I was like, wait a minute. This motherfucker's not doing tags. Yeah. Surely you could put him in tags with the young lions and all that, but then you'd have no. to. But they have to fine. win. They have to win all the matches that they're in. So, like, yeah. uh, they, uh, like, I, I think they'll be on the, the final show. But like, yeah. they ain't doing the, the tour, brother. No. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, mind you, it's not exactly like Gleet has much going on. They have like one show every fucking whatever. But uh, Sima goes, uh, I don't think they've had one since that one I kind of watched. With That's the show not true. It. They've had tons uh-huh. of them. It's, they've had right. tons of shows. It's just we don't, we don't we follow, don't follow it. it. Yeah, so. Oh, maybe I watched that show because the show was on it. And, yeah. Anyway, Sima goes after the, the jaw of Goto since apparently Goto had injured it once before. And it's uh, a definite way to go about attacking Goto. I didn't know that. Anyway, uh, Goto takes advantage of what uh, Kanemaru did to Shima's knee, which I thought was kind of nothing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I like this match. This is fine. Uh, actually, I think uh, I really like Goto in this match. He kind of, I wouldn't, I guess he carries it. Like, he, he, he sells when he has to sell, and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's a prior. He knows what he's doing. Whereas you're going to say this a lot better than me, what, and what Shima did. I remember, look, you're watching the match. I've already seen it. I watched this live, and you're you're watching it. You're typing, writing some things to me as, we, as you're watching this match. 
I'm thinking to my I'm thinking to myself as you're writing all these criticisms. I'm like, yeah, you've got a point. Yep, you've definitely got a point there. And I can't say anything because what my really want to say is like, yep, you've got a good point there. The fucking finish though is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> I'm having some of the similar uh, criticisms you have. Then the finish happens, and it's Goto kind of staggering, kneeling in the middle of the ring. Seema gets on the outside. He jumps onto the middle rope, jumps into the ring. Meteora to the back. Then he does <laughs> it the same. Then he does this. Then he runs across to the other side of the ropes and does that again. Uh, maybe some of you Gleek fanatics and Seema aficionados have seen him do this before. I have. I have not. <laughs> so it blew my fucking mind. And despite any criticisms valid that I feel like that we have about Seema. That ending was awesome, and yeah, I have to I, I have to give it to him. What do you think of uh, Goto Shima? <laughs> yes, the finish is incredible, and like it's really cool, and like the you know, but this is like the thing I've said where I feel like that this guy is like what you know he represents indie wrestling in my mind, where he you know he doesn't do he just does the cool moves part that's like all he does and which is enough mm. because if you do the cool moves at the right spot holy shit it's a good match because i don't like you know like you said like half this match i'm like uh, i'm just watching this thinking about how sema is not suited for the like you know heavyweight new japan like main event style and i'm just watching it and i'm like oh man goto's trying his best really don't like how this is working but this sh he sure would be great and best of super juniors that's kind of what i'm thinking the whole mm. time you know but there's uh you know there is some good stuff like for example um i was really bored at first but then sema just kicks drop kicks go to right in the fucking face and i was like okay well, that was cool thanks for stepping that was great so <laughs> he also he also did that thing you know like it's like a catapult but you do it under the rope so the dude like you know bounces into the bottom of the rope and like yeah. he did it but it just like bent like goto backwards in this weird awkward way and it looked like it hurt it looked like it was the classic looks like shit and hurts like hell move it was like <laughs> really funny that made me laugh but you know all this stuff is like it doesn't matter because the finish was so incredible that it kind of didn't really matter what happened up to that yeah it was incredible there was something else that happened in this match that was really strange um, it made me think that Taichi was going to win his match, but he didn't. But it was uh, Sima hit a Black Mephisto on Goto. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny, and he made a big stink about it and everything. But uh, but must like just I said, one of his transitionally kind of transitional moves he does in Glee or yeah. something like that. And then I mean, oh. oh man, but uh, yeah, this this finish. I mean, I mean, if that's something that guy does all the time and doesn't botch it. I mean, god damn, how? <laughs> how how you do that once? <laughs> it's it looks so insane. Because like you say, he just like hops right onto the middle rope <laughs> and just jumps right off it. I've seen people stand on the middle rope for several seconds before, but they're usually kind of wiggling a little, wiggle back and forth, and then they can kind of get off of it. But he was just like, I can walk around up here. I don't need to hold the ref's or hold my opponent's hand like the Undertaker, you know? That's right. Yeah. How do you how do you rescue a match? Oh. You show you show Luke and Andy shit they've never fucking seen before and blow their fucking wrestling minds. On Godo. 
on Goto of yeah, all any... people. So good target. <laughs> <laughs> Which means uh, we are now going to get uh, Sima versus Okada. Which will be interesting. Well, Okada's going to make you sell, motherfucker. We'll just keep hitting yeah. you with fucking... Ooh, it's going to be interesting. I, I wonder is. what kind of max, match we're going to get from that. Because, uh, it, look, we're getting into our main event. I'm going to say, like, having a, a bit of time to think about this with my thinky brain, Mr. Andy. <laughs> I reckon I would, must have still been a bit down on Okada because of that lazy-ass bullshit performance he put on against Wato. And I've seen him put performances like that in, like, this unmotivated, I don't give a shit performance. Like, I don't mean I don't give a shit where I'm going to injure the wrestler. wrestler. I don't mean that. That's not, nothing like that. I mean, like... Oh, Wato? Yeah, he's a nobody. Let's get this done in, like, fucking no time. You know? Maybe I was a bit down on him for that because, I don't know, I just saw that as kind of unprofessional and professionalism's my job. <laughs> but it's Wato. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I know. Wato? I know. But I'm thinking, like, it's his first Okada match. I know. I know. Him, yeah. All right. So, in the spirit of that, you... The listeners are probably going to be like, oh, he's going to be a bit down on this. I liked the match. I told, even told Andy, I liked this match. So, you didn't did hate it. I did not go on a friggin' huge Okada rant. It might have been a small to medium sized one, Mr. Andy. I can't remember. You can uh, you can tell me what length it was. <laughs> match starts a little slow for me. I know. Shock. But as the, as the match progresses, builds and builds, it gets awesome. And I feel like it's probably a better match than I'm going to make it seem like. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and let you talk about it. Do it some justice. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, you you didn't seem like you liked this when you talked about it. You were I, – I am confused about the it started slow thing because typically in, in a Okada match, you get like the half – the first half of the match is kind of just feeling out and stuff, which is slow. And, and like it's kind of what Okada does to kind of like – work his opponent down and set up the drama that comes later but in this match he's trying to do that but then like taichi like does the fucking this kick and just catches him and like okada sells ko'd and goes to the floor and it's like story stuff harp it happens almost like two minutes in so like yeah to me i was like oh okay and the, you know and all of a sudden you know we get the story of the match which is that you know taichi has a chance here you know what I mean? And, and Okada wasn't taking him seriously, and now he has to, and Taichi's going to prove himself, and that's kind of what the match is. And Taichi gets every cool spot I've ever seen him do in a match in, in this match. You know, Okada gets his shit in too, but, like, like it's, you know, there's, like, this concept of, like, putting a guy over, and sometimes fans will think that that means you you lost to the guy which it really mm. doesn't mean that, you know, it means that you made this guy look like a million bucks and Okada was on his best behavior. He was fucking all about it. I mean, there was like, you know, uh, we got the full Miho Abe entrance, of course, too, which is, you know, oh, yeah. this is a big fucking deal, you know, and Miho, uh, can and you come to new Japan tonight? <laughs> uh, I think I'm busy. Who are you wrestling? Okada? Yeah. All right. I'll be yeah. there for that. Come on down. Yeah. So, so he does the thing where he's KO'd and that kind of leads to, you know, Tai Chi getting a bunch of shit in, you know, and he comes back with the flapjack and the, the move formerly known as I'm a bitch. And, uh, you know, he's not he, winning the tournament, is he? 
I was thinking about that today, actually. I was thinking about what would happen if Okada won the tournament. Like, if he did, who would he choose? Would he choose Ibushi, who wasn't even in the tournament? Would he choose mm. Jay White, who had returned in the Tactum recently? Would he choose Tanahashi, uh, because Tanahashi got knocked out of the tournament early, but he wants to give him a chance? I mean, what would he, Oh, he. He did promise that Desperado would get a title shot, you know? Nah, I don't want that. I mean, mm. or no, he promises that Taichi was going to get a title shot. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, sorry. That, that yeah. I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got that mixed but up. Rather than promise a title shot, I'd rather Taichi would have just won here uh, yeah. and then lose later. Like, well, that's the John you know? Hatfield special. Yeah, so, you know, buddy of mine, John Hatfield... He, we go see wrestling shows and this would happen all the time where like, you know, a veteran would like uh, win against some new kid that's a good up and comer that should have probably just won the match, you know, but the, mm. you know, the vet's like, oh, I can't do a job, brother, you know, and then gets on the mic and says, oh, this guy's the greatest, you know, and it's like, I told you first, you know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And that's kind of what Okada does here. He does the John Hatfield special where he'll put you over, just not in the ring, you know, but again, that, <laughs> that goes against what I was saying earlier, but, um, but there's really fun stuff. Like, you know, this builds to the huge, huge um, kickouts and like, there's parts of this match. Like the, the, one of the longest sections of this match is where Okada is the best. It's like where he's the best wrestler in the world. It's, it's the part where, you know, guys are coming back with huge moves against them and he's barely kicking out. You know, these, these false finishes are just so fantastic. Um, he does like three sumo forearm fake outs and then Taichi gets it for like an awesome false finish there where like Okada barely kicks out. I love it. He gets him up um, for the, yep. I love them incorporating more and more. First, it started as a bit of a fun little jokey thing. Yes. But I like that Taichi is yeah. now incorporating that sumo stuff yeah it's great uh he taichi gets him up for the black mephisto but okada fights a little and taichi hits a motherfucking alabama slam and i mean like that looked gnarly man like a fucking awesome yeah. one it was so great and that was very unexpected so that was cool the crowd i don't think okada expected it too <laughs> he looked pissed oh awesome. i i you're not gonna let me put the black mephisto on i'll find it yeah <laughs> Alabama slam. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Alabama, Alabama <laughs> slam. Uh, and and like uh, I, Tai Chi goes to try to hit the the Black Mephisto from the second rope, but Okada hits a sit out version of the last right power bomb, which is a huge moment. And Tai Chi gets one last amazing comeback with a bunch of like fighting spirit spots. But in the end, you know, Okada's inevitable. But this match is tremendous. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was as good as any of your, you know, Okada main event style matches where he's on fire doing everything he can to make this awesome. I would also like to recognize Miho Abe for having impeccable timing. There was like a certain part towards the end where Taichi had finally come at, you know, big double down and she is right there on camera with her back to the camera, just slamming the mat. Boom, boom, boom. And she doesn't stop for like two minutes. And it's like, yeah it's just she gets the yeah. crowd behind tai chi it's everyone's working hard including tai chi to make sure this is kind of about making him look great so yep 
<sighs> As I said, I, I probably still had a Carter in the naughty corner for. Yeah, I don't like that naughty man. Naughty corner. <laughs> Dude, you're that good, and you put out a match like that. I I, I was just like, I I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Like, you, you annoyed me, and I'm doesn't automatically go away. So, oh yeah, all right. You just sent me that remind her reminder, and you are totally correct, sir. We have one more show left, by the way, Mr. Andy. Yeah, night It's in Okayama. It's in the Zip Arena. But should we do some strong first? Yeah, Ian sent us a strong review. So, uh, you know, as usual, we'll listen to his thoughts and probably respond. So um, here is the strong review for the date of the review. 12th of March. For the thing. Hi Luke and Andy, this is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. The Rivals Tour continued this week with a series of singles matches. I wouldn't rightly call any of them Rivals per se, but there was quite a lot here to enjoy, along with a couple of bits that just didn't work. First match pitted Kevin Knight against Hikaleo and led to an unexpected bit of continuity trouble. As you guys know already, on February 20th at Impact No Surrender, Jay White kicked Tamatonga and Tongaloa out of Bullet Club. So you might expect that an episode of Strong that aired on March 12th, we'd see a little bit of fallout from this when their brother's on the same card as Jay White. At the very least, commentary should be talking about Hikaleo's status in Bullet Club, whether he'd side with his brothers or his faction, that sort of thing. Except the Rivals tour taped on February 17th, which means none of this stuff had actually happened yet. It's a casualty of bulk taping, but it's also an issue that makes it harder for people to get into the show. The match itself is both perfectly fine and exactly the match you'd expect these two to have. Kevin Knight has great fighting spirit, has a great flurry at the start, Hikaleo derails it and starts punishing him. Hikaleo is very good at being a stalking slow big guy, which is fine and would be perfect if this was late 90s WWF, but right now he's a big guy in a world where Lance Archer does rope walk moonsaults at the age of 45, and AEW has big guys doing sentons off ladders. Hikaleo either needs to get really good at being a slow stalking big guy, or expand what he does a lot. In the end, Knight's speed and a few really nice moves like a diving shoulder tackle to a seated Hikaleo win him the crowd, but Hikaleo's power wins him the match. Next up, we get Aria Davari facing off against Kevin Blackwood in Blackwood's New Japan debut. Blackwood's part of the Buffalo scene, along with the Butcher and the Blade, Daniel Garcia and a few others, and he does a good, grounded junior heavyweight style. The story of the match is simple but effective, and continues what we saw when Davari faced Alex Zane. Once more, Davari is just unable to put Blackwood away through regular ring work. Once more, he's tempted to cheat, this time producing a steel chair. And once more, he tosses it aside, only to lose the match shortly thereafter. This time, however, Davari loses his temper as well post-match, and delivers a savage beating to Blackwood, cementing a heel turn. This is good, as Davari works heel well, but as mentioned before, I think Strong might be at or approaching its heel quota. Give me some credible good guys, please. 
And thankfully, our main event answers that as we continue the US of J Challenge series and we get the New Japan debut of Shane Strickland. Swerve is everywhere this week and got an excellent reception from the crowd. Jay is the perfect first opponent for Swerve. He mocks him in ring, he asks him to join the Bullet Club, and he gets kicked in the face for his troubles. And this starts off a predictably awesome match. These guys have matching builds at the top end of Junior or the light end of Heavy, and both work smoother silk technical styles with the capacity for pyrotechnics. Swerve starts off dominating and pleasing the crowd. Jay fights back aggressively and goes dirty with some deliberately humiliating moves like hair pulls, all of which builds heat for Strickland's fight back, which ignites the crowd beautifully and gives the opportunity for some lovely moves, including tangling Jay in the ropes hanging on the outside and delivering a running double stomp from the apron, and then another double stomp directly to Jay's face inside the ring with a high stack pin attempt to follow. This puts Jay in a position where he has to cheat for the win instead of just wanting to, and with a slightly bumbling ref bump and a low blow, Jay's streak continues, but Swerve looks tremendous. Viewed in isolation, this was a great show. Really hot main, a new high card face, and story progression with Divari meant that this was a show where stuff was happening. I'd love to see Swerve stick around, even though I know he's under AEW contract now. If they wanted to give him run with a strong open weight belt, I certainly wouldn't object too loud. However, the fact that a show that was only taped three weeks ago managed to feel behind the times because of something that happened on Impact soured things just a little. The taping schedule for Strong seems a necessity for doing the show on a budget, but it really does rob the show of relevancy and immediacy. A live or live-to-tape episode of Strong that had Hikaleo and Jay White on it could have added to the drama of the Bullet Club strife, especially as Tamatonga and Tangaloa were both in action for New Japan within hours of this show going off the air. Imagine what you could have done with a live strong that aired on Saturday night, hours before the New Japan Cup. Imagine Hikaleo throwing up the two suite with Jay White, or running in and clobbering him for his betrayal. Imagine if, in the weeks leading up to the Cup, there'd been one space set aside for a strong talent, and we'd had a mini-tournament to go through. Imagine any of the things you could do with actual live content. You guys have observed that I rarely sound enthused for Strong. Believe me, I want to be. There are so many good guys who come through this company. There is so much you could do with story here. But isolated from the main show, it dies on the vine. Every now and then, like with the Swerve vs. Jay White main event, I get flashes of the show this could be. But to get those, you actually have to treat Strong as a brand that runs regular shows, not just a way of keeping things warm for when the main brand wants to tour the USA. Thanks, guys. And until next time, keep it strong. All right, so that's interesting. Now, Kevin Blackwood's a guy I've seen quite a bit. I just was just talking to him about a month and a half ago at a show. He's very good. And, um, you know, also uh, Shane Strickland, tremendous. You loved him as Killshot, right? Yeah, dude. In fact, um, I have a Killshot Lucha Underground shirt, which uh, I pull out and wear every now and every, on occasion. I, I kind of don't 
wear that my two old Lucha Underground shirts as much anymore because I'm like, oh, I don't want to throw them out. I'm not ready for them to fall apart. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've still got those. And I've got that awesome fucking brand new red one that you got me very recently. So, yes, hell yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's – Ian hit the nail on the head. Like, you and I would love to enjoy – uh, this uh, New Japan Strong show, but because of its taping structure and all, all that kind of stuff, and how they don't follow up stuff, and how it's not full of like the Japanese guys we care about anyway. And by Japanese guys we care about, I mean anyone from New Japan doesn't not necessarily Japanese of origin. You know what I mean? The <laughs> roster, the roster, yes. you know, the main roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm looking for. So yeah, um, it's this things like that, and also I don't feel like a lot of these one-hour shows have much that's consequential on it, like something that, like, smacks you upside the head and go, you're watching next week. I'm like, fuck, no. you know I am. i got to see that. No, they won't even tell us, you know, it's they been... won't even ask, ponder the question of what Hikaleo's affiliation is. I mean, how can we learn about the cool shit that's going on when they won't even do that? So, yeah. Zipperino, man. Yes. I've seen, I've seen on the Tweety that fucking Greta Khan and Ishii gonna do some more do do some American dates. And I'm like Oh really? No. Uh all Greater Khan's in Japan. Oh. Mind you, if if they ever go to oh, your neck of the woods man and Greater Khan's yeah. it you can oh if it doesn't matter if it's strong. If it's a new Japan show, just go man. You you'll yeah. have a good time. Oh I'll be going, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I love all right. Greater Khan. Do you have anything to say about the this way? Arena? <laughs> yes not only does it make that sound every time you walk in the door but <laughs> it's the host of the home matches luke are you ready for this for the okiyama seagulls of the v league v as in victor is that better than the the b league we don't even know sounds prestigious though I feel seagulls. like we need to see the b league b league versus the whatever league this is so Fight? luke what what do you think we zip through these tag matches here real quick? Because we've been talking quite a while. The listeners are probably tired of listening to us talk for so long. And we can talk about these these pretty cool uh, main event matches uh, in depth. What do you think? All right. I think I like that. Uh, and because uh, I got to get ready for work very, very soon, all, all right. your listeners. But all right. So I'll just uh, run a few with you just what the matches were and stuff. And you can stop me if you want to add anything. Well, but we got uh, Tiger Mask and Honma. Versus Taguchi and Iwa. Uh, there's a joke here that uh, you made last night. And you're just going to be like, you're going to steal my shit, but I won't. I promise. Hanma wins this match with a brab. So well, if you can remember to... what your joke was. No, you I don't remember. I don't remember what my joke was. All right. Was, so. so Rio High Iwa does a gut wrench suplex. Mm-hmm. All spanner oh. wrench suplex. <laughs> you called it. So. You were like, should we start calling them stomach spanner suplexes now? And I was like, uh, <laughs> hey, I Luke, love that. You know what? This next yep. match was BC Cuties versus Watto and the Young Lions. And the Cuties, <clears throat> yep. they keep getting in the way of the camera during the announcements. And the Young Lion was really upset as he was so <laughs> mad. Uh, Watto gets thrown to the outside and gets destroyed and is back on the edge of the apron. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, yeah. He gets thrown to the outside, takes this awful bump where, like, he just lands yeah. like back first on the apron. It's really funny. 
Um, Ishimori pins the young lion after the match. Wado is getting beat up a little, but kind of holding his own like he's doing fine. And Taguchi runs in to save him anyway. It's pretty funny watching Taguchi do a beat down with his ass on everybody. And it's hilarious that he teabags Ishimori, but it's even more compelling uh, that he is a baby face that doesn't wait till his partner's dead before he comes out to help him. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they're going to start beating up my tag partner. Um, you know what? I want to keep my title. So uh, I'm going to go out there and help him right yeah. now. Normally it's let, like, well, let, let me stretch, stretch and do a dance first. <laughs> Can you play my music? music? I'm just All right. So next we've got Gato and Team T-shirt. Yeah. So we've got Gato Chase and Farley versus Gorillas of Destiny with Jado. Fun stuff. I'm going to say still a little weird seeing these guys fight. But uh, Chase pins Jado because Tamatonga is too busy chasing Gator with uh, brass knuckles. That's true. It's true. Luke, the next match is the Laundry Fellas versus Suzuki-kun. It's all about previewing uh, Great O'Conn versus Zack Jr. So we get yeah. like Zack Sabre Jr. We get lots of great shit between those two. We also get um, uh, Shithead and Desperado, which is good. Uh, match is awesome. It's like a really, really good tag match. I really love it. Uh, the United Empire wins Rampage tackle uh, by Hanare on someone. <laughs> Come on, it's Tucker and you know it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I didn't write it. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Tar- I, I, I'm not even looking at the finished results. I'm just like, <clears throat> yeah, it's Tucker. <laughs> it has to be Tucker. Yeah. So we've got that uh, Lij versus House of Torture. And uh, Sonata gets a paradise lock on both Togo and Show, which makes me laugh. I like this. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Great preview stuff between uh, Hiromu and Evil. And, of course, Togo is the most jobbable dick there is. Aww. And uh, Shingo obliges him with, uh, I think it was a made in Japan this time. So at least it wasn't a pumping bomber. Uh, it, I think it was. No, it was a pumping bomber. And it was like the it worst, was? It it was was. The worst looking pumping bomber of all time. Like, uh like that dictator like jumped before he got hit by it. And so he uh, just, it just went thud and he just took a weird bump. That was funny. But uh, this last tag match we're going to talk about tonight was chaos versus Suzuki Goon. And in this match, Taichi gets the sumo throw on Okada right away. And uh, Dookie gets a top rope double stomp on Goto while Suzuki and uh, the other person in the match are holding him a hit Taichi. And that was really cool. And I forget who wins. Who cares? <laughs> that's literally what my notes say so <laughs> i can't remember either. Oh, i think it's goto and doki that's why you don't remember uh, um, it was uh this is where i finally noticed that sema doesn't do any tags no wonder he always wins so uh yeah. yeah anyway let's do it here's what we've been oh well i think the next match is the one we really 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 want to talk about but i kind of like this match and i like it because of similar reasons, I like Shingo versus uh, Tonga uh, yeah, Uh Mind you, I think Yoshi's a, a bit of a better wrestler than uh, Tonga Loa, but so there is that too. And here we are. So Jeff Cobb takes Yoshihashi pretty lightly, and he starts to pay for it. And uh, Yoshihashi's like, oh, you got a bandaged knee? I'm going to fuck that up. I've seen Junior. <laughs> I've seen Junior's matches. I know how to do this. It's a pretty decent match, and I know you're going to put over Jeff Cobb, so... And deservedly so, but I felt like because I know you won't, <laughs> I'm gonna put over Yoshihashi a little bit <laughs> just to balance things out. Because 
uh, I know I've seen him do a destroyer before, and it's kind of a slow looking one, but even but I get it because Cobb's a big man, he's gotta be hard to destroy. He does a blockbuster, does this rolling leg submission, which I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I don't see you do shit like this. No butterfly locks, even better. So not only is he doing moves he doesn't do before, by not doing a move he does all the time, that's even that like that's included. Before the match, when they were calling the match backstage, Cobb was like, listen, man, not doing this. Not doing this. But no. Okay. Yep. We're not doing that. Sorry. Give me a leg submission or something. My leg's better. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he, like, I know there's a Japanese name for it, but it just looks like a fisherman kind of buster. So the fact that Yoshi gets that on the Jeff Cobb has the crowd gasping as well. It's a pretty cool match. This is this, your usual Yoshihashi pulls out all this, everything but the kitchen sink. But his opponent way too strong and just fucks his shit up. But the crowd, you know, the crowd got behind him. The crowd was gasping a bit. But tour of the islands, mind you, he takes a few nasty, gnarly bumps and suplexes, Mr. Yoshi. But tour of the islands for the finish. And, of course, Jeff Cobb wins. Better match than I thought it would be because the preview match that we spoke about the night before was suitably unimpressive. Yeah. Hey, man. This match is good. Yoshihashi did a good job, like, selling and stuff. Like, they're, like right at the beginning, he gets knocked off of the apron and just goes flying into the barricade. And, like, you know, and it's, like, it's very dramatic, and it's pretty good. But I really enjoyed it at the beginning. Yoshihashi's trying to do the big man spots, and Cobb's reaction is just, like, are you fucking kidding me? It's really funny. Bitch, are you was, for real? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, you yeah. seeing this shit? Like, that kind of thing it was great. <laughs> uh, but uh, I like that. But, you know, I mean, it sucks that Yoshihashi has yeah. to rely on, like, cheating by going after someone's injured uh, limb in order to win a match, you know, or try to win a match. Glad he lost. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, like, Yoshi tried to do a suicide dive and that's when Cobb caught him and just chucked him into the ring post but he like it was like really safe and awesome it was great um it's like all these awesome power moves and stuff and you know but Yoshi's like oh I'm gonna attack your knee and again as I said many times the destroyer move is more about the guy taking it than it is the guy giving it and so that's why this one looked awesome you know, so uh, but still I'm gonna let Yoshihashi do a destroyer on me uh oh yeah yeah, I mean, that's just... I guess, you know, I mean, I think if I know how to do backflips and stuff, I'm like, yeah, you can hit a destroyer on me. Just hold on, you know, so, um, but uh, I don't know. There was a lot of good false finishes where Yoshi's maybe going to win, but in the end it's a tour. And I just think, you know, it's another great Cobb singles match. And like, yep. he is, you know, he's a marquee uh, guy on the New Japan roster. That's just a guy that you want to see his singles matches always. They're always good. He's got a singles match. Yeah, you, 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 you'll you want to watch it. You just, yeah, because uh, this is the second Jeff Cobb singles match that we've covered tonight. And I was quite impressed with both of them. I know I spent most of my reviews putting the other guy over a bit, but what's the common denominator here? It's Jeff Cobb. He's the yeah. fucking man. He is a beast. And <sighs> I don't fucking know where to start with this because I'm like, eh, it's probably maybe in terms of like iconic moments in my brain, the Hiromu Suzuki match is probably going to stick with me for a very, very long time. But I also saw another piece of artwork over these uh, few, sh- uh, these many shows, Mr. Mr. Andy, 
And uh, I would say Tetsuya Naito versus Hiroshi Tanahashi is is that uh, other piece. Uh, it, I loved this match, dude. And I was kind of bummed because you, you gave me this whole prediction stuff at the start of the yeah, show. Yeah, like, I thought I was fuck. sure. I was sure that Tanahashi was winning this. Because I was like, fuck, you're right. You've done it again, man. Like, G1, you bastard. <laughs> and, now, and I was a little mopey at certain periods last night, but... Oh, I don't know, like that. That was, I'll just bang the microphone. But that kind of just fell away, just watching this, and also something very rare, and uh, spe- especially since it's fucking Naito involved, there's a handshake at the start, and they yeah. both actually do it and complete it. There's no trickery or anything like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> now this match is fucking amazing. Everything they do means something, and I know you're you're going to definitely put that together better. But there's some shit that Tanahashi does in big matches that always, always make me happy. And there's one I don't think I remember seeing ever, and I want to see it many times. But uh, once the ace is high, I think, like, you and I can agree it's one of the best things in wrestling. Also, stop doing it, Mr. Tanahashi. I actually keep doing it, but we, we love it. But you don't need to do it ever again. But, fuck, that's an amazing move. Uh, which is probably why you do it. Uh, there's a straight jacket German, which I always love, but this time it's a little harder to put on because Ooh. Naito knows it's coming. Like, so that's great. A, yeah, right? And so I'm, I'm getting my parts of the match mixed up. I'm sorry. I've, I just watched I just watched the match, and then I took notes, which is not the same as taking notes as I watched the match, if you know what I mean. So I'm a bit jumbled here. But Naito tries to do something to – he tries to drop kick. uh Tanahashi or something like that. Midair dragon screw. Like, what? <laughs> that's just... That's just fucking nuts. And look, I'm putting over Tanahashi a bit here too, but there's two men in this match and Naito. Jesus Christ. Like, oh, I thought, by, by the way, I thought Tanahashi was going to do a version of Combinacion Cabron because he trips uh, Naito in a corner a little bit like that, but eventually mm-hmm. he kind of picks him up for a dragon screw. But that's fine. I was waiting for that, but you got... Oh, my God. These two, like, Kevin mentions that these two have fucking wrestled many times. And that should put into your brain, oh, they wrestled that many times? Why should I care? Well, because they use all of those matches to build up to something. Like, this is their how many singles match. They know each other. They know each other's little tricks. So stuff that's easy to put on on some other opponent, it's not going to work this time. You're going to have to try a little harder. You have to think a little harder. You have to move a little Oh, fuck, man, this movement. Man, and even you had me so convinced, you son of a bitch, that when the fucking finish happened, I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'd be, I'd be happy either way, but yeah, I, don't I guess know I don't why. want Tanahashi winning the New Japan Cup. I don't really want Naito to win it either, but it made sense your fantasy dream booking of being like, it's a Carter. And Tanahashi, it's the 50th year. You know they're going to wrestle for that title, right? And that makes perfect sense. They should probably at some point this year. But then couldn't you? And then you also said, besides, we've already just seen like Naito Okada. So yeah, yeah. I don't know so, why I was also thinking. Well, it has to be one of these two that win. That's not the case. I don't know why, but it was also like five in the morning or something. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> what am I doing listening to your five o'clock in the morning, bro? Yeah, so that's a good point. <laughs> Pretty stupid. And if you want to listen to my five o'clock in the morning break, follow us at Never Open Pod during New Japan shows. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you think of this, man? I think in, at the more, end of the day, I prob- yeah. Well, it's just more of the same from these guys. They always have yeah. awesome matches. I don't know how long it was. I don't even care because it was like, no. it's just you know, you put this on. And it was just is. right and not long enough. Yeah, and you're like, oh, like that was awesome, and and uh, that's just how these kind of matches are. And I don't think, I mean, I don't know other than this is this is too okay. I'm sorry, I'm sputtering, but here is like what I'm trying to say. So there's like four or five top guys in New Japan, right? Um, yeah. There's like you know, there's the Wills, there's the Shingos, there's you know the guys like that. But then there's like that kind of like ultra top tier that's like Okada, Tanahashi, and Naito, right? I maybe, mean, that's, maybe you know, maybe I'd add a Bushi to that list, but yeah, 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 good call. So that's like your ultimate top tier, and so any match combination between those guys is always going to be tremendous. And this is more of that. I just love that, like, you know, there was there was really nothing to hate in this match. There was nothing that was bad, and like the crowd was going bonkers. You mentioned that that part where they were doing the <laughs> this is so cool that uh, straight jacket suplex. You know, Tanahashi has like the waist lock on or whatever it is that you put before that, and you know, like you said, Naito knows it's coming, so it's a struggle, and they struggle yeah. for like forty five seconds, maybe a minute. And then he hits the move, and it's like you mentioned it. Every move mattered in this match, you know. And so, man, wrestling is so fun to watch when every move matters. And if the closer they get to the end of the match, the more every move means. And it's just, ah, gosh, they just really nail that. And that with the surprise finish, that was really cool. Um, Tanahashi hit a series, like he fires up and hits a series of twist and shout neck breakers that were like smoothest I've ever seen. They were so great. I yeah. love that. And and the fact that like basically it was a high fly flow, Naito's dead, but the second one he dodges and then hits that running pin. That's usually a false finish, yeah. but it was the win oh. this time. It was cool. Oh, you got the jackknife pin on. Yeah. I only yeah. know what it's called because I'm looking at it now because you asked how long this match is. Can you believe it was only 18 minutes? Okay, wow. that makes sense. It seems short, you know, compared yeah. to their 35, 40-minute usual matches. But it was great. I loved it. Yep. Yeah, I loved it too. And unlike last show, maybe that's why I was also a little annoyed because last show we ended on Watto versus Okada. I'm like, really? We're finishing here? <laughs> We've had such a great time talking about such great wrestling, and here's where we end the show. Well, today, we finish with Tanahashi versus Naito. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's more like it. High note. High flight note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Luke. We're like halfway through now, I think, or more. So, whew. Yeah. Starting to feel so just, just over. Yeah. It's a lot of shows. A lot of shows, and there's a lot of shows up and coming. But you know, everyone everyone knows what's. Uh, I don't even have to go check out the usual schedule. You just go to the normal New Japan site because you, you know, yes, there's tag matches. But next, so uh, March 17th, ZSJ, Greater Khan. Uh, oh shit! Right. Uh, same night, we're also getting Sonata versus Will. 
Jesus Christ, that's going to be a good night of wrestling. Yep. And then on the 18th, uh, Shingo versus Chase. Uh, Shingo's been saying that I can beat Chase in less than five minutes. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Please do, because I'd rather Hiromu and Evil go a little longer. So, yeah. (laughs) That's pretty fun. So those are the two next shows that are upcoming on World. And uh, there's no real reason talking about other upcoming shows because you don't know who's going to win or lose the tourney matches. So, yeah, those are going to be freaking awesome. And I cannot wait for them. Anything else you'd like to say, Mr. Andy? No, this is exciting. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I, don't know, I think of, I think after having such a match like that, you know, I still trust you, Radicon. But this week, though, in Hiromu, we trust. Piece of piss. <laughs>